Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton, Big E here. Uh, pleased to be joined by my friend, fellow SYP creator, Ravisher Dollywall. Rav, yo, what's going on? What's new? What's happening? Ah, uh, man, nothing really. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> it's about it's been the same for the past month. I'm stressing about my passport, and I'm hot in my room. Uh, regardless of the temperature, it's 35 degrees in here on a good day. It says 30, 34 right now. I'm hoping it's going down. <laughs> uh 34 for 34 celsius for our american listeners it's like high 90s um no nah, it's like low 90s i should say uh I it ha- is uh 93.2 yeah uh i was it's funny i was having this conversation with someone today about how like you know in the real world this is when like the world cup would be being played right now yeah but then they did the the scam thing or not the, i guess this yeah i'll call it the scam thing where they where they just gave it to fucking Qatar. I can't wait for all the British fans to get want to get drunk there, and then they just so they are so shut down when when they get there. I feel so bad because there's gonna be so many people that don't know all the um you know people from Liverpool who are making their way down, and they are just gonna be absolutely like it's it, that might it might be a war it might be the closest thing to war, <laughs> I think in terms of just battle. Um. It's uh we're doing this on the night of July twenty seventh. Uh, we're doing a free agency pod. Got not a free agency pod. An NHL offseason kind of recap. Yeah, we're season. gonna we're gonna go through each team. We're gonna talk about each team. We're gonna talk about each team more than other teams because some teams haven't done shit. Some teams haven't done anything. Yeah, I'm, but I, I'm you know talking about you, Lou Amarello, who <laughs> to this podcast. And obviously, we still have people who haven't signed, like uh, Subban, Kessel, well, Bergeron. That's why, well, that's why we're doing this podcast now, because finally the big fish, you know, got caught in Ryan Donato, uh, who resigned with Seattle. So, you know, fortunately, he was able to sign. So now we can do this podcast because we, <laughs> yeah. we were all waiting on the Donato sighting. We're all, we were definitely all waiting on Chara as well, but and DeKaiser. Chara and DeKaiser mainly for me, but I guess we could do it anyways without him. Well, the, 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 the tough part is that what I'm worried about, you know, because, you know, Noah Dobson is somehow getting his name thrown around in like Vancouver trade rumors. And I would love that. I would love it so much, but it's just like, it's not happening. But I Myers, do. Myers and Miller straight off for Dobson, please, <laughs> please do it. God. Anyway, so basically by the time this probably comes out, there might be some new signings or moves. But since it's a bit of a lull period, why not just do this pod now? I'll have Ali's Twitter up in case. The, he's at the cottage. That's what I... We'll, oh, we'll talk, we're we're going to talk about that later on. Frank Sarah Vanella Vanelli will come for me the next... Frank Sarah Tortellini or whatever. Sarah Valli. What is this? What do you have? Some news on Klingberg. So we're just going to do a recap on... Each team, I guess we can grade them as well. Each team, grade them, um, and then uh, we'll, we'll have some other stuff later on. We might even do a game show. I don't think anybody said any, sent anything for the mailbag, which is great. Uh, by the way, for those who are watching on our YouTube channel, uh, I'm wearing my Kachuk Blasty jersey. Uh, I got a Subban jersey because that's the best free agent left. So, <laughs> Izzy, Izzy. No, no. So I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I, I, I think you should. Stand by that take. I think. Okay, I will. Uh, I, I will put the red. I should change the Red Wings jersey to Sherrod from Dog Soup. 
I think Steve Eisenman should just sign Subban just because, you know, he hasn't had enough. He hasn't got enough defensemen. <laughs> uh, he, he hasn't signed enough NHL, sub-NHL defensemen. Although some would argue he got Ben Sherratt, so that's the closest. <laughs> closest Uncle Branson, too. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so let, let's go through each team. Um, let, let, we'll go alphabetical. Okay. Let's start with Anaheim, the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Scott's not on here, so you can more or less roast it <laughs> out of the Ducks if you want, but I don't think there's really anything too noted. I mean, probably their biggest move was adding Ryan Strom. That's the yeah, I'd thing. say Ryan Strom, they got... um. I think Ryan Strom and Vitrano are good replacements for Getzlaff and Milano because I'm assuming that's where they're going to play. Vitrano played really high up in the lineup for the Rangers, and it worked, obviously, because he, he was on the first fly. was a bad Jad and Kreider most of the time. It's kind of too bad with Vitrano because I feel like he was a perfect Ranger because it was just his name was Frank. Oh, yeah. and His name was Frank, <laughs> and like Vitrano just feels like a New York name. Um, he was such a good player for him, too. He just like, looked like a Ranger, man. Really looked like a ranger. He did. And, you know, I said to Scott when the Strom signing happened, uh, I said to him, like, you know, you can have top-line centers without the first name Ryan, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, no, you can't. I, I, I'm assuming uh, Daily Faceoff has as Henrik Seacrest, Terry, McTavish, Strom, Vitrano, Comtois, Lundestrom, Silverberg, which is deceptively deep, but... You're kind of, I don't know if you're missing the star. You hope, I mean, Terry was one last year and Zegris, you hope he can go up another level. But I mean, Ducks are deceptively getting better. Like, without, I think Pat Verbeek's doing a good job right now, I'd say, considering everything that's happened in the past few years. Well, I'm kind of curious to see um, how would I, like, they're rebuilding, but like, how deep of a rebuild do they want to do yeah because like it's, like it's john gibson potentially on the move it or, or, or do they just kind of go get a couple more guys and maybe you know be a contender for a wild card t- spot next year their forward core is pretty deep like considering like i guess considering their points in their place in the standings last year they have a pretty decent uh forward core i guess the defense part which is obviously the most lacking cam fowler probably their main guy Drysdale's a bit overrated for what I think everyone thinks he can be. I think everyone thinks he's much better than he is, but he is, he hasn't really showed it yet at the NHL level. Shattenkirk, you know, Simon Simon or Simone Benoit, and then Vakanine and Mahura. You gotta that's not gonna go to the that's not gonna win you any playoff games, if we're being honest. That's gonna that's gonna be taken. That's gonna be so bad when the fucking ducks win the cup next year. But yeah, I I I think. I think they're going good with the with the like I guess retool I guess because they're losing Getzlaff but they still got like the main pieces like Henrik and I guess Terry who've been here for a bit now. Yeah, so I mean, nothing major, but they didn't need to do anything major. Yeah, I I gave I gave Pat Verbeek and and crew a B plus year, which might be a bit too much, but I think they didn't really have to do much. I think I think they're in this retool where like you know I think if they don't make the playoffs this, this year, it's not the end of the world. Maybe next year it's the point where it's like, hey, this might be something we might need to change up here, right? With at least with Pat Rubik and and, and company. Yeah, it's kind right. of a it's kind of a weird mix of like they have guys who I think are good. I don't even is Cam locked up for a bit. I, I think I don't know if Cam Fowler is locked up. He is. Uh, uh, yes, he is. Four more years. Okay. Yeah, I think the team's got some 
good pieces. Uh, it's just a matter of like trying to fill out the rest of the roster, if that makes sense. You yeah. Kind of balance. Uh, some I, of I really like the Lundestrom move to get him for was it three, two or three years, two years at one point eight. That's a good move. He had a really good start to the season. It kind of tapered off, but he was still good. Well, and, and you'll love the. Uh, I think just today. Uh, the Olio Levy signing. Yeah, I, I wrote that down here. I, I didn't want to say it, but you you brought it up. But, but, uh, but, I hope but, it but, works for him. He but, might play. He might play in Simon Benoit or spot. Maybe even back in innings. Well, I mean, like the prospect pool is still pretty good too. Yeah, McTavish. They they got. Oh my God, how am I forgetting his name? I forgot his name right now, but it'll come to me later. They they uh, defenseman guy. Well, they they let um. Sam Steele and, and Sonny Milano more or less walk this offseason. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they got Drew Hellison, who they got from Colorado. That was probably the Manson deal. Uh, my guy, my boy, Olin Zellweger. Yeah, um, he, he, is, he is such a good prospect. He's one of the best. Um, so, yeah, I think I got – I have them a, like a B. Like, I think they're fine. It's Yeah, that's why – yeah, it's like a good, but I give them just a B plus just because I, I really – I'm happy that they didn't over – do their i guess over overreach the what like they needed to do i think they kept out what they should have let's do the arizona coyotes um so with the coyotes i guess they're still in the like place of getting picks that's like they're just you know, where we're gonna go on this big rebuild and that's all they're focusing on right now right i mean yeah they 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 so have 23 million cap space they added nick bukestad josh brown I actually like next year. Dame Lillard will make more than the Coyotes are making this year. I here's the thing. I like the Cassian trade for them as well. In in the fact, because <laughs> I, I I love the idea for Arizona. I want to gonna... see this lineup. So I have it's Schmaltz, Boyd, Keller, Ooh. Boyd. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll leave it at that. Oh. That like it could be the last the third line looking like Nathan Smith, Nick Ritchie, Zach Cassian, which looks like hell. <laughs> looks like hell. The the the, the coyotes. Um yeah. So some yeah, some of the moves include the Cassian trade. I think one that I really did like, I think it's a good one, it was it was the geeky move to move up. I, I think it worked for both sides because I think coyotes got well, geeky's a pretty good pick. And yeah. I, I know they gave up they gave up a lot to get him. There's a 27th, 34th, and a 40, 45th overall pick. That's a lot, right? That's a, that's three like high quality picks. But if you're getting a guy like Connor Geeky, and you know, the Arizona has a decent they're reaching a decent prospect. Well now it, it was nothing like two years ago, but they're getting a bit better. So I mean they also got um who was it, Maverick? Some I got I forgot his name, Maverick Lamoreau. They got him yeah, too. Yeah, they got that the the Cassian deal. Um, I, I think they're doing a good job. Uh, they took on some bad contracts. They got Stetcher, right? Obviously, I have to give them a bit for that. They got Troy Stetcher. They got Namath in. Um, I no, they're the, doing you know, yeah. I I wanted to say I like the idea of, of uh Cassie and going to Arizona purely because of the fact they're gonna be playing in front of college kids, and I can't <laughs> think of a better way to uh, <laughs> recruit long-term college fans to root for your team than by having Zach Cassie on it. Yeah, that's that's great. I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Troy Troy Stetcher is on the Coyotes, um, to which um, Dimitri, I hope he gets to play with Chicken or Goss Despair, and then he gets some 
extra get some get some of that boost for you know the trade deadline and get go somewhere good because he's pretty he's a good defenseman in the playoffs man he's always scoring goals when well i don't know if you saw the the, the graphic uh dimitri Filipovich of ep rinkside posted today no i didn't see it what was it? uh it was it's a really bad one i'll i'll show you the the tweet here it it's it does not put um my boy troy boy toy troy in a good good light here but i mean with arizona it's kind of like you know they're they're building for the future they still have clayton keller and jacob chikrin to move if they want to move him yeah um sorry the the line would be there's a possible line of liam o'brien zach cassie nick ritchie which sounds like ah that's hell that is hell and that, I, I've seen the Troy Stetcher image, yes. So, uh, oh, Namath and Stetcher is also a pairing, which is the bottom left. Was which, which, <laughs> yeah. I, I just realized that we have the worst zone entry uh, defense in the league, so that could also happen. <laughs> like so, so the, yeah. So Justin holds a brick wall, apparently. Okay. Uh, well, the McDavid stopper. Um, What's funny is that if you look at this graphic, which is, again, as Rav said, minimum three games in the past postseason, five-on-five defenseman, zone entry defense, um, Troy Stetcher and Patrick Nemeth were both both basically open doors. Um, I didn't see that much of Stetcher. I I saw it with Nemeth. I've seen it for two years with Nemeth in the playoffs. He's been an absolutely walking, like, free show, bro, that guy. I, I've seen it with Duncan Keith. Uh, and the other funny thing, so Stetcher, Namath, also n- not quite as bad as those guys, but still in that same quadrant. Uh, Nick Jensen uh, and John Merrill. So the Red Wings, def- and yeah. Ben Sherratt. Uh, so yeah. the Red Branson Wings- also, I think, got, you know, I think got skewed because there's some games where McDavid made him look like a pylon, though. But he is a pylon. Uh, yeah. what, what do you have the uh, Coyotes grade uh, for this? Offseason? I might be a bit harsh. I, I gave him a B minus. Uh, no, I think that's what good. that's what I had them as. Yeah, I think it's like it's fine for what it's worth. And they could, I think it's the fact that they haven't moved some of these guys. Like, I got, mm, I well, we'll see later on. I, you could, you know, you never know. You can move some of these guys at the trade deadline, and it'll look better for them. But yeah, for what it's like, I think it's a move. I think you can get something for Gostas at the deadline for sure, though. They're 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 trying to their goal is to get Bedard next season. Yeah, dude. See, it looks like Philly is doing the same. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> okay, let's go to let's go to Bruins, Boston Bruins. All right, we're we're gonna do the Bruins now. Yeah, so I we're gonna so, go to Boston. So they had some they had a decently quite a decently large deal where they got Pavel Zaka for Hala, which I, I think is a good move for them. That seems like an upgrade. Yeah, that's a hundred percent upgrade. They don't have him signed yet. Plus, another guy who's not really an RFA, but he is is Bergeron. You haven't signed him yet. I don't know what that they're doing with that as well. Uh, Stud Nika they signed, which could be something. I think on, I mean on, I don't know how accurate daily faceoff is going to be. He's on the first line here, I think, in the second. That's also because they don't have anyone. Then they have Zaka, Coil, Nosek. Pretty weak up the middle in Boston, I think. It was all. It was already weak with you could argue Krejci yeah. and Bergeron. Like it was kind of weak in yeah. terms of like they they like outside of those guys they didn't have anybody. Now those guys are gone and they don't have anybody. They they have five mil left to get Zaka Bergeron and and possibly Krejci too because there's rumblings of him returning. You you got to move like Coil, but he has he has a no move clause I think, and I don't know how that's gonna I don't know how 
that is. I think it's like eight team or something. But yeah, there's a uh, this is gonna be tough here, tough here for Mr. Sweeney. Um, this, then again, like there wasn't really much they could do because they're pretty cap strapped, especially because they want to sign these guys. Really, only guy they signed that might get NHL time is Vinny Letary. <laughs> they haven't really done much. Uh, trades wise, they've done absolutely nothing. It's 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 pretty boring on Boston besides the Zaka trade, really. I mean, the, the, with the Bruins, I, I feel like they're a team. Um, they're a team that's made its commitments. I think they're still probably a wild card team, considering how good yeah. their defense and and probably how good their goaltending is. You probably also, yeah, I think you really. This is probably your last year in this window with with Marshan and Bergeron. If, if Bergeron signs, I'm assuming it's a one year deal. And then you know you never know with Pasternak. He's off. He's up next year. And then the, most of your bottom six is up next year. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's obviously you have McAvoy and Lindholm for so long, so you might just try and force it the way Pittsburgh does and make it work. But I, I don't know. And you also have to sign Swayman, and uh, you don't know. We don't know what they're going to do with that. You, you if you're going to get Swayman, you're probably trading Allmark. You're not going to keep two goalies at probably ten plus million combined, right? No, I would think not. Yeah. That, um. Yeah. Yeah, not much for Boston. I, I don't also like them firing Cassidy for for Jim Montgomery. No, that was a we- that was a weird move. That, that was- wasn't really needed. I, that's because they went to Game Seven with Carolina, if, if I'm not mistaken. That was that like they won every game at home. That series and almost the next with Carolina. Yeah, it's I, it's. I don't, I don't feel know. like he was the reason that they lost that series. I just feel no, like Carolina was a better team. Is he the coach when they made it to the final, or am I just not at the? Like, yeah, he, when he when he no. went, when they against St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, he he was the coach for that mm. team. Yeah, I I'll be honest, I don't know. They they're kind of cap strapped, especially with that Lindholm deal. Wow, that Lindholm deal is a is a bit rough, I think, for him. Uh, not to say he doesn't deserve the money; he's a really good defenseman. I don't know if it was in Boston's best interest to do that trade and deal. I I think it's mm, I don't know. They they it, <laughs> it's rough, right? Because you want to sign Pasternak and Bergeron at least for no probably another two. You probably want like a the like best case scenario for Boston is get you get like a Geno deal with Bergeron, you like a four by five. Yeah, four by and, you're not really. That's what you're hoping for. Well, with Lindholm, with Lindholm, it's like that. That I don't know. That gave that established this kind of win now precedent with them. Like we're going all yeah. in, and now it's a little sketchy. It's yeah. it's a little weird. So. We'll we'll see. I I obviously I hate the Bruins as a Canucks fan, but I really hope to see like Bergeron get like another chance at it because he's I mean he deserves it. The guy is such a fun player to watch. Yeah, and I I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a C. I, I, I have exactly a C here as well. I was gonna say C or C plus, but we'll we'll go. Well, I'll give it a C plus because I'm nicer. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I hate them. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo, uh, team in a rebuild. Uh, they're there's kinda, there's good vibes in Buffalo. There is good vibes though. I I, I don't know if the uh, the off season has been the best, but like, what can you do in this in this day and age with a team like that? Hey, don't sell Ilya Labushkin short like that, brother. Okay, that's that's one of my points here. So I I, I like the so they signed Hinnestroza. Like I'm gonna give you the main ones, right? Hinnestroza, Bryson, Kale Clega, like that. Eric Comrie. That's they always have like like so many backup goalies. Like they have like seven. Uh, each they year, they can't I swear. sign a starter, but they can sign backup. The Buffalo yeah. Sabers. Um, I like Olson too. I I know analytically he's not the best, but like he had a good start to the season. It really tapered off towards then. But 
Yeah, and then they're going to have guys like Quinn and Samuelson and Power come up this year. You probably see Samuelson and Power in the top four. I, I don't like Labushkin. I don't think he fits in there. I think it's probably because they gave him the most money, like 2.6 uh, or whatever he's getting, but I don't like it necessarily. I don't think he fits in that for that to you. I think it's just like they just gave him the most money and he's staying there. Uh, no, I, mean, I don't really understand it. I Maybe he's like, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing in my head that like sees why he's there. Subban signed their best, uh, the best uh, anthem singer in the world. I just want to say, I thought it was really funny how Craig Anderson was brought in to like intentionally be bad for the Sabres goalie, goalie situation just... last year. And then he actually finished on like a bit of a high note and he was good enough that they wanted to bring back. I, I yeah. just wanted to say that. Uh, I think Cody Hodgson's last year on the contract this <laughs> year. That's the last year, last year dead caps this year for him. Uh, <coughs> ben Bishop's on LTIR. Uh, well, yeah, they have they have a good, good few good things to look at. They have like Quinn, Krebs, you know, Cousins. You got a bunch of young guys. You hope, obviously hope Casey Middlestat works out some way. Um, he, he got an extension this year, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, you hope it works out for him. I just really don't understand Cody, the. Cody. I wrote why Labushkin twice on my thing. Cody fucking Hodgson. Cody fucking Hodgson. Remember uh, Hodgson for Cassian trade? That was a, real, that was real, a different era. Real ones, no. Real ones. Real ones. I stayed home that day and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is this is what this is what a trade is to me, man. Uh, what do you have as a what do you have as a grade for the Saber? Uh, again, I feel like I'm being harsh. I gave him a C minus or a C plus. Sorry, C plus. I'm not that mean. Uh, I think it's mainly because of the Labushkin thing. I don't understand how that works. I get, maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe he's just horrible, but I think he's somewhat okay. You know, I have him getting a B minus. Like it's That's fine. Good, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, B minus, C plus around that range is good. The the Sabers are a classic case of like team that had like decent second half or like momentum to end the year, so you're feeling good about that team, and now it's yeah. like, can they make that happen for a full season? And nobody's sure. Uh, the other thing is that I think everybody around the Sabres got better. Yeah. Outside, outside of Montreal, I think everybody in that same situation got better. So that maybe makes things interesting. Um, Calgary. Calgary. Um, I'm wearing their jersey. Uh, yeah, so they have a few moves. Obviously, a little the big one. We'll talk about that. They got like Zadorov back, which is two, and two by 3.5. No, 3.75. Uh, they got Trevor Lewis back, and they signed Kevin Rooney, two years, 1.3 AAV, like Matthew Phillips and a few other guys like Dansk and stuff. But obviously the main one is the, the jersey you're wearing right now, the Matt Kachuk jersey. Uh, as, and, and like I said during the playoffs, as we all know, uh, Zadorov is Russian for Goudreau. Yeah. So, so <laughs> That's why they let him go, actually. That's actually the main reason they let Johnny Goudreau go. <laughs> That's why Tree Living uh, was comfortable letting Goudreau walk was because he has a Russian Goudreau and his name is Zadorov. Um, rough rough start for Tree Living, hey? Like, you lose, you lose Goudreau, and then you get Kachuk saying, hey, get me out of here. Like, or not get me out of here, but he's like, I'm not signing with you guys for more than like three, four years, probably, is what the... He's not doing a long-term deal. Yeah, he's like three years and I'm out, which is, dude, fair play, man. <laughs> fair play. I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm just being mean to Calgary. Calgary's actually a fairly nice city, but I don't know. Maybe if you're American, you want to go back. back. I think all the teams he chose were American, too. So, <laughs> the ones he signed. So we, we, could, we, we could talk about this with the, with the um, Blue Jackets as well. 
I think there's something to be said for just America. I, I kind of want to bring the hot take back of like guys don't want to play in Canada, but I do think it's more just American players don't want to play in Canada. And if you listen to what Johnny and what people have said about Goudreau through the whole process, like his wife is pregnant. Um, she's a nurse. They want to be somewhere where they, you know, in a good hospital and, you know, good uh, school schools, you know, for their kid and whatnot. And maybe more kids. I don't know. Maybe they're going to have more. But this just sounded like a case of like a dude who just wanted to go back to the States, play in the States, not play in Canada, be maybe not totally closer, but somewhat closer to his family. And Calgary was just none of those things. Yeah. I I think Canadians don't understand that people like don't like Canada. I think it's just like you grow up in America. You you like America more. That's like when I grew up in Canada. It's like why would you want to go back to the states? But then I guess the same thing the other way. Where it's like why would you want to go back to, or like I guess why would, why would like, you want to play in Canada when you yeah, can, right, like yeah. it's an American league. Like it, it it's it's kind of, it's kind of tough to explain. Like as as someone who's a dual citizen who you know has worked for a hockey team in the States and has visited the States frequently. It's like you, you, it's a bit of a, it's a culture change. Like it is, you you don't know until you know. Um, That being said, I, I don't know if he made up entirely for letting Goudreau walk, but that Kachuk trade was about as good as they were going to get. Yeah, um, I, I was genuinely thinking they got a first and a prospect and they call it a day and that's it. I did not think Huberto I saw the phone and say Huberto Uyghur first prospect. Like there's no way, right? Well, it, you know, and especially if I I'm trying to think of what NHL NHL fifteen when like you got two Blackberries. Oh no, that yeah, you, I think all those games before that actually like NHL ten to like fourteen all had blackberries. NHL fourteen and like Tree Living's getting a call on a second Blackberry. And, yeah, and Bill Zito and Bill Zito in Florida, like Huberto, Weger, um, Cole Schwint, and uh, yeah, I just have Cole Schwint, uh, bad words, public enemy number one, as on here. And then I just have a few other points, I guess, like just regarding this. It's like I'm assuming they probably knew Huberto, but it's weird because Huberto said like. So the thing is, my thought process is like Huberto like was probably gonna walk. Same with Uyghur. Uyghur, there's always been like stuff about him going to Ottawa and stuff. But then Huberto, there wasn't really much, and then he he was caught off guard by it apparently. So like, and he I guess I don't know if he explicitly said to them that he wanted to leave, but I'm assuming that's the main reason. Or maybe just the Panthers didn't know, and they're like, hey, this guy will stay with us. He publicly said he would, and then he did. First ever sign and trade in NHL history, by the way. Which I was surprised by that because I thought, do you like I'm I'm maybe dating myself when I say this? Do you remember when Yarl Halak was traded from Montreal to Washington? No, who was he traded to? Was it St. Louis? Might have, been, might, might have been St. Louis. Like after, because remember when Montreal like had that surprise run in the postseason? It was like Halak yeah. and Carey Price, and then yeah. Halak, like I think it was the year after whatever when they had to make a decision. It might have been St. Louis. I'm pulling it up now. I know Hawk did go to St. Louis and played there for a starter for a while, but yeah. Um, while you're top looking that up, I think the Flames absolutely fleeced them. I, I, it's, I think it comes down to whether they uh, – that also makes up for a lot of the <laughs> bullshit they oh. had to do- deal with this offseason, but 
I'm hoping, well, I think they've been both, they both said publicly that they're open to re-signing. I don't think they would say that they weren't publicly, but at least they said they would, which is obviously a positive thing. I don't know why you wouldn't at least re-sign Huberto. Because I, yeah. I, th- I think Huberto has so- shown a track record of success to be a number one, like a top line top forward in an, on an NHL team. I mean, Uyghur has been too. People just give him shit for like a few mistakes in the playoffs. Obviously, one cost him the game, but like guys, like he's up, he's probably as good as Ekblad some games. I, I, I don't know if you can, I don't think he's as <laughs> as valuable as Ekblad is, but he's, he's a good, he's a good defensive partner with him. I think, I don't think they have Tanev. What is it? Do they have Hannafin, Anderson? No, they do have Uyghur Tanev. That's a pretty good shutdown pairing, man. I'm not going to lie. Cal- Calgary might, like, assuming they re-sign Shillington, Calgary Shillington might have- and Mangiapane, right? Like, that's the... I think those two guys. guys are missing, but I was going to say, at least from, like, Shillington, if they can re-sign him, that's one... The Dorov's a pretty good bottom pairing. That's a really good decor. Like, you're not going to find many decors better than Calgary's, if they- assuming they can re-sign Shillington. Yeah, that's the main one. I'm, I'm hope. I mean, I hope they don't. Obviously, because I hate them. But like, you know, uh, is Lucic still? Damn, Lucic still one more year. They got him. It's, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so right now, Jonathan Huberto is also the most paid player on the team. Never mind, Markstrom is, but he's second, right behind him. Hundred K left. I thought Monahan was. He is, I think, but he's some. He's not on here. I don't see him. Oh, he's, he's on, injured reserve. He's That's on why. IT, he's on LTIR. Yeah, but I'm um, considering he comes back next year. He's probably a third line center. Hoping it works out for him, and then you probably get you might get Peltier up. You never, I don't know, Jacob Peltier will he come up? But Peltier maybe a bigger role for Dylan Dubé. Yeah, um, you hope Mangiapane comes back at Shillington. Uh, it's I gave again. I think Val Mackey's still under contract. He was mostly a healthy scratch. I only signed Nicholas Malak, but I doubt he's playing. But. I gave him a B minus. I think it was definitely going to be in the lower C's, but that Huberto trade definitely brought him up like a whole grade. So what's your, what's your final grade for the Flames? <sighs> Should I be B? I'll give him a B. A B minus is too harsh. B. I think I was going to give him a C before, but that a B is probably a better. You probably have an A plus or something. No, I, I, I'm going to do a B minus. Like, I like Kachuk. The problem is that you can't, for that return, you, you can't say no. Yeah, especially if a guy's publicly said, I don't want to be with you guys, right? Like, it's, yeah. uh, you got to do it. So, I think that's a B minus. I think the Flames are, I think they're well set up. I, I think I, one I, or two I, moves I, could I, make them a contender, though. I, I genuinely believe, like, one or two moves could make them a contender the, again. Shillington, Mangiapane, the Kadri thing, again, just seems so obvious. Like, he would be – like, it's such an obvious fit for him to go they play have for space Calgary. for him, too, right? They, I think they have a bit of space left for him. They could probably move a guy and get him in, right? If he wants to go play in Calgary, like – Connor Zary, you never know. I doubt Connor Zary's out. another great guy. Like, that, that like he team. can move him as well for a pit if you want to get someone else. I don't know. There's a bunch of guys. I know there's a few other guys down here they could play. Yeah, <laughs> Dustin Wolf as the backup. He traded away Vladar. <laughs> Yeah, no, like I, I was about to say, like I'd love to see Dustin Wolf get some time in the NHL this upcoming season if if they can make it happen. I mean, yeah, who knows? I and, B, B, B minus is good. And again, in case it wasn't clear, we all hate Cole Schwint. Uh, yeah, public enemy number one. I won't say. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. If you know, you <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> um. So that 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 there you go. That there's Calgary. Um. Carolina Kings. Hurricanes. Um, I think they 
they have some moves still. They have, they still have nature. They still have nature. They still have well. They signed Bear today. What was it? Two point two point two five. Two point seven five. Here it is. I can't. I can just pull it up right there. I have cap friendly, but I'm lazy. Uh, two point two. Two point two million dollars. Um, they still have Chatfield for two years. So I don't know how that happened. Um, but yeah, Jaylen, pretty good Jaylen defensive. Chatfield is a hurricane. Next two years, he was playing last year when there. I think one of those guys were injured. Um, no major trades besides the the patcher ready. Or actually, no, there's two major trades. I don't want to. There's two. There's, up two here. there's two. There's yeah. There's two that are not popping up for me. Um, but yeah, the trades are the the Burns trade and the the patcher ready one. Um, yeah, and the Tony D'Angelo one, I guess, but well, well I'll get to the, that when we get to Philly. <laughs> yeah, um, this, so obviously I, I really, I like the, um, the patch ready trade, obviously, because take, you're getting one of the best leagues, snipers in the league for free. Why would, why wouldn't you take that? Um, the, the Burns move is pretty out there, but you know, 5.2 for, I know he's 37, but that's a guy who will still so good. Uh, he's still he's not as good as he once was, but that's a guy who can definitely be like a, a really good top four defenseman. And five point two isn't necessarily an overpay for that yeah, that sort of player. Burns is essentially your Tony D'Angelo replacement, which yeah. I would I would rather I think have Burns at five point two eight or whatever it is than the Tony at five because Burns can Burns can hold his own on the defensive. I know he's older, but it, but Burns at fifty years old is probably better than Tony in his prime. And he's presumably not racist. Yeah, presumably he's and he, he looks nice and he's an actor. Um, uh, yeah, so I I think and I mean, you know, the Tony thing I think was kind of just a one year. I don't know if Tony D'Angelo was ever gonna be in the long term plan for the Hurricanes because yeah. he was gonna command a, a decent salary. So I think that made sense. The one mil was a good deal. That was a really good low risk yeah. deal. That that you you can't and you got you even got assets back for him. Like yeah, whatever you got anything. You got for way him. more. You got way more than you should have for Tony D'Angelo. Essentially, um, this year is probably the. I shouldn't say this year's the last year of this window, but like this, like their their best chance at it, right? I would say like your Freddie's up. Freddie's up. Uh, where what's his name? Patch Freddie's up. Stalls up. Yeah, that I don't know. You maybe you got Aho Svechnikov. You probably got to do a bit of a retool after this. You're losing a bunch of your guys. I mean, they, they have a pretty good defensive core set, but maybe I don't know. Maybe, you probably do want to offload Jordan Stall. I know he's a captain, but you know, you come on, six mil for him. What he's doing, he's, it's not worth it. Um, you know what's uh, one of the moves I I forgot as well this off season was Emmy getting his extension for like eight years. Uh, eight years at four point eight two. That's a uh, that's another one that I'm not. Re- I don't understand that much, but I guess Don Rudell is still mad over the Daho situation. I guess which uh, well, whatever. Like, it's like it's a fine, fine cap hit. Like okay, sure, but like shout out to Cock and the Emmy an absolute world class finesse, by the way. Yeah, and he, yeah, and you know what? Here, um. Here he is in, in Carolina, and he's going to be a hurricane for presumably eight years. Um, you, you know, I would you, assume a bit of a retool here if, if, if they don't go really far. If they go far, I would, I would see some of these guys coming back. I would see probably – you could see Pacioretty coming back for a bit less. You could probably see Anderson coming back for around 5-6. Uh, I think maybe maybe I've been jumping the gun on the on the retool here, but uh, there was definitely will be a change. Obviously, they, got, they probably have to sign Seth Jarvis here soon. Natchez, I want to get to. He's not signed. So I'm thinking, I don't know, the defensive core in Carolina, I don't really understand too much. They have 
Gardner's returning next year, most likely. He signed Bear to 2.1. Guy was healthy scratch the whole playoffs, and he didn't. He played like 50 games of the season. You know, and he got Dylan Coggin, right? That you got like you're putting six to seven million dollars in your bottom pair. I, I don't know if that's necessarily the best play here. I I, I do have I, one trade. I, like I, I have a backseat. I, I wrote backseat GM, armchair GM move. Um, Shea Brady Shea has a ten team no trade trade list, so maybe that's a trade you see. He's twenty eight. He's he's only making five point two. He's younger on the younger end, but but he's still like a top four defenseman you get maybe get something back for him on the forward end or maybe on the defensive end too i don't know trade him to vancouver trade trade him to vancouver sorry like yeah trade him vancouver okay maybe not that uh maybe i uh would i even do brady schaefer myers straight up i don't think i would at this point (laughs) i don't think i would man fuck (laughs) i'm just i'm fine with i'm fine with myers um, I think the Carolina has done a, a pretty good job and they got cash out with for cheap. He, he's been, he was such a big part of the Leafs. Obviously you like you're only signing him to 1.5. So it's not, it's, you can't really, can't well, really complain cash about is, that. Like, cash is like the biggest, like when healthy. He's good, man. It's, it's just unfortunate. The the health issues. Um, You sign Natchez, this team can run it back for sure. They can, I think if you sign Natchez, it's an A, um, which I think they will. Like they have two mil, they could probably trade. You probably trade one of those defensive guys. I'm saying, I, I'm feeling it's it's got to be Jake Gardner, right? Because you know it's a. I think it's a seventeen no trade list. It's nature's a Shea in my opinion, but you know I don't know. Maybe he trades the captain for nothing or something. Who knows? I, I think you, uh, Gar, Gar, you'll probably get a decent offer for Gardner because I feel like that's a name that NHL GMs know, and yeah. they they would trade. Even considering the injury history, they would. Drew Lamorello will trade. <laughs> Hell yeah! There we go. Yeah, Romanov. Uh, Romanov, one for one. It's one for one for sure. For there, you, there you go. Uh, what's your trade grade for the Hurricane? Uh, I give him a B. I I, I could yeah. see it going to a B plus though, or a probably an A. If they get Natchez for a decent deal, even if it's a bridge or like one year. Just I don't know. I don't think he's scheduled for arbitration. No, he isn't. But yeah, I, I think it's fine. Uh, I got, I got, I have a B plus for the Hurricanes, and, and the problem for them is just getting over the second round, like get, getting getting into the conference final. Well, close this year, but Philip Hedl had other plans, unfortunately, and for obviously the Anderson injury. I think you would get you keep Freddie in there. He doesn't he doesn't outduel Shesterkin. Not many. I don't think anyone really can. Maybe Vas- well, obviously Vasilevsky did, but I I think you know I think it might be a bit different. And obviously, Ranta got injured in the last game. You throw out the the twenty two year old out to the Wolves in Game Seven, which is rough. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Blackhawks. Yeah. So they just they have Kershev and Jones, Caleb Jones unsigned. A uh, few trades they made were the Mrazek one. I, I like that for me too. I mean, at, the, at this point, I think they've they've said like four or five years rebuilding, and like I think it came out today that Taves was like. Yeah, I don't really want to be here four or five years waiting. So, I guess him and Kane are up. They're going on a full rebuild. Um, they signed some notable, I wrote notable players: Domi, Anthony, CU, Blackwell. They brought in competent players, which they lack. Uh, that's that's what I have. Um, I like the I, I like the Kirby Doc trade. I'll say it. I've I've been back and forth on it. It's it's not there's so much upside right with Kirby Doc, but. It's just not worked out there, and maybe a different. Obviously, you just hope like a change of scenery works. It, 
and you get Frank Nazar. That's a pretty good, pretty good tr- like trade, I think, for both sides. Uh, the Brinkett is is rough. Isn't is Korchinski? Uh, he's not a. Is he a silver tip or I'm being stupid? No, he's being, Seattle Seattle Thunderbirds. Thunderbird. That's why I missed it. Um, so I, I, actually, yeah. I actually hate his gut so okay. much because no. Um, yeah, that's a rough trade. I, I'll be honest. That is a pretty rough trade. I, I know you wanted to draft. He, Kyle Davidson made it a point. He wants to draft top 10, which is fair. Kevin Korchinski. I know this draft is all over the place. Uh, it is one of the more wilder drafts, I think, of recent memory, but I don't like that trade at all. I don't think anyone, <laughs> if you're a Blackhawks fan, you're probably pissed. I know the Chicago Instagram page comment on the Blackhawks page, like, what the hell are you doing? But yeah, um, I don't mind it. You could probably get a bunch of guys moving. You're probably gonna get it. You could probably get some stuff for Kane at the trade deadline this year too. You know what? You know what's funny is I can't remember. I'm thinking. I think I heard this from like 30, 32 thoughts when Buffalo was going through their GM change with uh, Kevin Adams, and yeah. they were discussing about how. You know, it's difficult for G for, for new GMs to make trades because they don't have contacts. They don't have the connections that, you know, more veteran GMs do. Yeah. And that and that's why Kevin Adams was gonna struggle. And maybe that's the excuse you can make for Kyle Davidson losing losing in a Brinkat trade and losing their best it, player for a first, like a, a seventh overall pick, essentially Lo- losing it a brain cat trade and, and arguably losing the doc trade. You could, uh, you could argue that I, I give Frank Nazar a chance. He's a really good prospect from what I've seen. He, he is, he's, he's very, I like his confidence as well. He, he's, and he also seemed very enthusiastic to go to the black. Yeah, I, 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 I like <laughs> that sort of stuff. No, I, I actually do. I think that means a lot. That's why I think the, that's why a big reason I think is why Hughes. Selected Slavkovsky over Wright or Nemec or whoever else. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, to have enthusiasm to play for the Chicago Blackhawks in the year twenty twenty two, really, really, uh, you know, uh, yeah. really means something. He is from Mount Clemens, Michigan, which is fairly close, I guess. Can't get mad at that, but I, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I think Luke. There's a few guys that'll step up. Obviously, you probably have Anthos. You like top middle six you probably have blackwell middle six lucas reichel's probably getting a big role um there there's a bunch of moves i mean, they could still make especially i think with the taves and i don't know if taves gets moved that's a lot of money getting moved i don't unless they what is it 10-5 he's making 10-5 right then uh, kane it's movable for sure because it's patrick fucking kane but taves at this point in his career i don't know how maybe if you give a 50 percent, someone will take them but i think you can probably get something for kane um, obviously he has all leverage there. It's a no move clause, right? So I think you can still, you can still like wave it. You, you know, I'm going to make a prediction. I have no, I no Intel. Nothing <laughs> to suggest this is true. Tyler Johnson career revival. No, but that would be cool. Um, and ironic. Uh, I, I think it would be, uh, I, I think it would be hilarious if Jonathan Tate gets traded to the Winnipeg Jets. Well, for Dubois, <laughs> I listen, dude. I have no idea how they make that trade work. I need armchair GM to uh, come up with that him. guy who did cider for Kempe and Dirk Walker. I think, I, yeah, I, think I think, I think it was like 
Kempe or Ayafalo for and Walker for more insider. All time. I need that. I need that motherfucker doing this right now. I, I need that dude somehow making a taste trade for to Winnipeg. Yeah. For whoever. Uh, I have him at a C plus just because I think Kurashev and Jones need to be signed. I, I I think they have a bit of cap hit still. Let me see how much how much cap hit. they have. Ten mil they can sign him. Um, but yeah, I gave him a C C plus. It probably would be in the B's if it wasn't for that the Brinkett trade. I think C plus might be even too too much. Maybe a C, but I don't know. What do you have him? I have him as a C plus mostly because yeah. I don't necessarily agree with all the moves that they made, but. Yeah. I think they have a plan is to try and get Connor Bedard. And yeah. I, I would at least I would at least rather have a team with a plan. Yeah. Than, project. And, and that plan be, be awful than a team without a plan. Yeah. I think they're projected worst team next year. So so yeah, good luck with them. Oh, um Avs. Uh Avs. They have a bunch of guys. They got a new goalie. Yeah, I mean, not was it? They just they got Georgiev in net. They obviously got a bunch of resigns they got in here. They didn't really, they didn't make any trades, did they? It says no. One, I don't think they. The only, yeah, the only key player is Georgiev. Yeah, Georgiev is like big key. A bunch of resigns, Cogs, Helm, those are fine. I don't mind that. Manson and Lekkonen, they definitely got a well, a boost just from their play during the playoffs. I don't. Branson really only had one or two bad games during that stretch and like, and then just scored every big goal that he possibly could. Um, so I, I think it's deserved. The money's deserved. And especially the choose skin. I know people are not really fond of that. I, he deserves the money. He's always been a good defensive forward. And like, if he's not giving you points, which he, he can now we've, we've seen, but he's given you, he's given you like some of the best defense in the league at, at the forward position. Yeah. I think Colorado just, they, they, there's not. A, there were not a lot of moves they could make. There were not a lot of moves that they were going to make. Losing Kadri sucks a lot. I, I, that will suck a lot. Comfort looked some games. Comfort looked fine in that position, the second line role. Some games he looked utterly useless, to to put it lightly. But I don't know. Maybe you get some of these guys like Ben Myers or Sampo Rant to move up into the fourth line position. I know Martin Kaut was a first round pick for them a few years ago. I don't know if he moves up, but there's a bunch of guys that can. Fill up, fill that role. I know they signed Maltsev today as well. Yeah, the uh, the other interesting thing with Colorado here is that they, yeah, they don't have a second the first. They, yeah. they don't have a second, third, or fourth, but they have a first. Uh, yeah, they have the first, but yeah, second, third, and fourth, second, third, the year after, second, third, fifth, the year after. Yeah, the drafts looking pretty bleak for them in the next few years, but at least they kept their first, and that's obviously going to be. Because they're gonna go for it again this year, max up. So you never. And he's a UFA, right? I, I don't think Nathan McKinnon will leave. It's a possibility that he leaves, which would be insane, right? Nathan McKinnon moving wherever. That, that seems like a mistake. No. What? Him leaving after like? Oh yeah, uh, for sure. You, you get to play with. I, I don't know if you're gonna be guaranteed better wingers than Miko Ranton and Gabriel Landeskog anywhere else. Like that's that's. Miko Ranton at his best is like one of the best. He's probably the arguably the best right winger in the league. And then you got Landis Fogg, captain, like one of the best captains in the league and pure just beast. Like, I don't even know if he's a power forward necessarily. He just does everything well and so liked, man. And I'm, I'm happy he signed there for long term. What was it eight, eight by seven or seven by seven? Something like that. But yeah, 
I don't think you're going to get many. There's no team has that level of skill at the top line position. <laughs> like McKinnon, Ranton, and unless he goes to the fucking Oilers, right? Like he's not getting much better. So yeah, McKinnon, and then the other big name they have to resign. I mean, he's an RFA, but I would think Bowen Byram is due for a uh, a big extension here. Yeah. Next um, uh, he's probably Eric Eric Johnson. Obviously, I'm so happy he won. He deserved it, especially throughout what he's done throughout his career. Probably retiring after the season, I would assume. So he's he's made all the money. I think he's probably in the what is it? I don't know what it'd be money watch. He's yeah, he's fifty seven mil. His six million dollar cap hits up this year. That six million is going right into Bowen Byram's books. Is my my take. The, oh god, I'm I'm looking at this defense on cap friendly. Sam Gerrard is only 24 years old with a five million dollar cap hit for five more years. Yeah, that's that's a that's like the way he was playing this year too. That's insane. Like he, I know he had a bad playoffs here last year, but even the regular season last year is so good. The, I like how McDermott also says lefty, righty, left wing. Oh god, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um, the other name De- Devon Taves. Got two more years at four point one million. Yeah, that's that's probably the best defensive contract in the league right now. You got you're getting like top ten defenseman at his best for four bill. That's 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 pretty insane. Uh, Gorgiev. I don't, don't know, know if he. I don't know if he's gonna be a. a... I, I I'm hoping because I always like Georgiev. I think he's a good goal. I was so hoping back in, the, in 2020 the Leafs would have done something. For I was I was begging the Leafs would. I was begging Dubas would do something stupid. He didn't. I really wanted to trade Nylander for Georgiev or whatever the Sandine for Georgiev, whatever that bullshit yeah, was. Yeah, Sandine for Georgiev. Yeah. Oh God, what that was insane. That was a different era, dude. That time before COVID. Before People, times. Yeah, but I. My thought process is that like Georgiev definitely was limited because of the success of Shesterkin recently. So I'm hoping it works out for him. Frank always played fine. I think when he was as a backup, there's obviously goals he let in that should but he played average. That's what you want from a backup. Um I'm assuming it's a split tandem. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't think Georgiev's instantly the starter. I think it's a split tandem and whatever, you know, it's like a Mike Smith thing. Whoever's better runs with it. So I give him a B plus. I give a C plus. Yeah, I, I give. I think, I think it's the. I think I'm more, <laughs> I'm more on the end of like I like that they signed a lot of those guys that paid well for them. I think they deserved it. The Gorgiev and the Francos is the main part. I think they signed good depth. And also they, they did lose Burkowski, Kadri. That's gonna suck. But I, I think if some guys like Newhook step up this year, you, you might not notice it as much. No, and I mean. I with some of those deals, it kind of feels like they're paying for past performance. Like because they won the cup, you're getting this contract. And that, that's hundred percent. Like Nachuskin plays like that. I don't think, I don't think Manson does necessarily. He just he that was the best Manson's played hockey in his life. There, yeah. that that old Colorado. Yeah, he was good in he was good in Anaheim, but never that good. So, I got a C plus for Colorado. You I think I'm just giving a B plus just because the, the I like I I like what they did with the goalie thing. I, I don't think I don't know. I think if it worked, it, it could go to like a D if your give just sucks, right? But like I think I think it'll work fine for him. He he's he's been good. It just this past year or the past two years have been rough on him. Uh Columbus. We got the uh, blue jackets. The blue jackets. Um, um winner of the Johnny Goudreau sweepstakes. 
and the Eric Branton sweepstakes because there's some of those apparently. There that was a thing apparently, according to them at least. We have to get in on this Erica Branson before everyone else does. It's like, who else is in? You're bidding against yourself. Um, you have to sign Line A. You can't let Line A. I think Line A, didn't he get resigned? I thought he got Yeah, it. right. Yeah, I know he did. But that's why I was, I was about to get to that. Just like, you had to sign Line A. Said, I should have said it like that. You had to sign Line A. There's no way you couldn't have. So that, I don't mind the 8.7 for four years. I know people are like, oh, you always just, like sit there and force <laughs> goals. Uh, yes. That's why he's getting paid $8.7 million. Yes, that's all he does. Um, counter, the argument against it would definitely be like you're you're signing line A, but now you lose Bjorkstrand for nothing, which didn't have to be that way. They just decided to give him away for third and fourth. Why, why didn't they trade away Gustav Nyquist? That yeah, like, that, that uh, like- Nyquist and Bean were like the guys that I'm like, okay, they're, they're probably on their way out. And then they just they just weren't. Because yeah. like B really didn't have a place. You you I don't know if Jerichek comes in right away, but he, he probably has a he's probably coming in next year. So B isn't in the long term plans regardless. And he's making two point three on the cap. So like there's no point of having him there. Good Branson. Oh, that would have been so much better. All that money just going. I just don't understand. Uh, that that by the way, uh that the Branson, he also has a modified no trade clause for some reason. <sighs> That a ten team list. That's a ten team list. Canucks already did this technique, the four million dollar technique with Gabranch. It didn't work. Why are they doing it again? Run a back turbo. Um, uh, Gavrikov's gonna be due for an upgrade. He's one of the most underrated defensemen in this league. He's gonna get five. If, if Gabranch is getting four, he's getting ten. Like if this is if we're being honest, but like he's probably end up gonna make the same as Gabranch because he's Russian, not Canadian. The uh, the other funny thing about uh, I want I want to throw out there with Columbus. This has nothing to do with their off season. Uh, Gavin Bayrouder is on this team, and he was the Kraken pick in last year's expansion draft. And they essentially just like in SpongeBob, where it's like, no, you can have it. Okay, thank you. And that's what they did. They took it and then they gave it back. Gave him back. Um, they did sign one of your guys, your Cole Fonstadt, to PTO. Hopefully that works out. Hell yeah. Um is a wild card. I think that's what I've realized over the past few years. He's just you never know with this guy. Like he gets Goudreau, but then he's well, he signed Gabranson well, first, and then he signed Goudreau after, which made no sense. But then he doesn't trade Nyquist, but he trades away their their best score last year. So I don't know. And fortunately, you know, this is why you trade Seth Jones. Yeah, I mean to make to make this happen. <laughs> that, you know, that, I, the, I, I actually kind of like what the Blue Jackets like. I, I'll be honest. I don't know that I watched a single Blue Jackets game last year. But I watched. The, I watched the one where they choked the three nothing lead in, in Vancouver, which is fun. Oh, that sounds like a, a great time. the The Blue Jackets felt like a team that were they're they're like they were building something new. They were building something different, different culture, and. Then they just were like, "What if we expedited this process by trade by by signing one of the biggest uh, free agent contracts in history, and certainly the biggest in team history?" Yeah, I have I, no, I have no idea how. I think this team will be good. I don't know if they'll be playoff good, but I think they'll be like, yeah. They'll be above five hundred NHL style, which is like they'll they'll get a bunch yeah. of overtime points. But I, uh, 
I'm gonna give Kekalein and some like obviously I really like Jerichek. I think he's he's close. He had he had the injury right, but I think he if it wasn't for that, he probably could have even started up this year. He looks so good. Um, Boquist signing him to a bridge is good. Um, lining Goudreau for me like it's gonna be lining Goudreau, Rostovic or, or Jenner in the middle, one or the other. But that's that's just so good. Um, I like that they have Johnson who'll probably come in. Johnson, Sillinger, Chinnikov might be a line. <laughs> that's the new kid line. Yeah. I don't think it does as well, but that might be the new one. Um, Nyquist and Bean are probably gone. Yeah, that's all. I, I don't know. And I just have a good Branson Broad dead as well there, which is, I didn't know he had the no trade clause. Oh. The, the real question is which team is, is going to trade for Gustav Nyquist and why will it be the Oilers and Ken Holland? Oh, gosh. Uh, what do you want to think about? I'm just gonna move on. I gave him a B. I gave the the, the B as a score. I think I think Kekalein did some good, but then there's obviously the Branson. I I it would have been. A, I think I just gave him a, a B just because you signed Johnny Goudreau. You signed the biggest fish in free agency. You got to get like a decent grade just for that. Uh, I I have him with a B plus. The the if they didn't get Goudreau, like if they didn't get Goudreau this off season. There will be so many more questions about the Blue Jackets in the future of this team. Oh, for sure, yeah. And and, uh, and, and they don't necessarily do the Bjorkstrand trade if they get Goudreau and if they re-sign Line. Like, they don't necessarily have to do that, of course. So, and Line was good when he played last year. Like, Yeah. I, and, like, I don't know. People just, like, hating on Line just because, I guess, he has I'm pretty sure he's point. Yeah, I, dude, who cares? Like, Ovechkin doesn't play defense. He's the, the best goal scorer ever. Mark like, Shively hasn't played defense in years. Yeah, and he's still like a number one center in the age. Okay, that's just being mean now. <laughs> but uh, you said a B. I, I'll th- I'll give a B plus for the yeah. for the Blue Jackets. Um, uh, I I the other thing that that'll be really interesting, I think, with Columbus. I'm curious to see what their goaltending situation is like next year because if I remember, yeah. their goaltending was not that great last year. Elvis was Elvis had some good yeah he was just really up and down but Corpusala well, was horrible I would assume Tarasov probably gets more time. I well I I I, how, I shouldn't say their goaltending was bad if I remember correctly their expected goals against was not very good last year. Yeah, and, that's what it really was because I remember Brzezikins had some good games. He's still Elvis. And that's and I don't know if that's totally on the goaltending or who who's exactly to blame with that, but they. As long as the the go- expected goals improve, I think Columbus will be close yeah. to a playoff team next year. Yeah, that that for sure. I think they to help that he's going to be there with Wierenski. All right, round the Dallas Stars. They're a team uh, that exists. They're a team in the NHL. They're one of the teams in the NHL. For they're sure. one of thirty-two NHL teams. The Dallas Stars. Um. So Robertson's not signed. Uh. They will lose King- Klingberg. Um. Look at that as a good or bad thing. I obviously wanted a lot, and I don't think he was really wanting to stay in Dallas. Um. You have Sagan and Ben at near twenty million. That's probably one over one fifth. That's over one fifth of your cap, if not a quarter, into them. Um. You can't move those contracts. They're really not movable. They, they couldn't because of that. You don't really make many moves. I don't think they had any major trades. They signed I, Butcher and Marchment and Miller. I feel like Sagan is movable. Like Sagan, you can you can trade Sagan. I don't necessarily think you can trade uh, Jamie Ben at this point. 
Yeah, that's 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 fine. I that's a good take. I don't know. It just I think say again, you can attribute a lot of that to the injury, whereas not it's just Jamie Ben just the games tapered off. Say again, I, I just I don't see I don't see what the, this team like looks like in the future because you know you you could sign Robertson this year. Rope Hints is up next year, and and that's going to be a big one. He he's a wild card. He could be asking for anything, and then uh, Ottinger also isn't signed. And that's your goalie. So they they currently right now as we record this have a little under eleven and a half million dollars in cap space. Yeah, and they, no and, LTIR, and they have Kadobin buried, and they have to re-sign Robertson and Ottinger, both. That's that's arguably fifteen mil. <laughs> like you probably give an Ottinger four or five. At least, at least, I would say, Peter DeBoer's their coach. I here's the thing. I like the Peter DeBoer coaching experience. I think more than the Rick Bonus coaching experience. I'll get to yes, I'll get to that when that happens as well. That, uh, but yes, I, I agree with that. I did, I honestly thought Rick Bonus was going to retire. I'm like, hey, he was on the Canucks for a bit. Please retire, man. And he didn't. I'm fucking annoyed. Um, so, yeah, lots of contracts up for next year, but not much money to show for it. Pavelski, Hins, Gurionov, Kivaranta, Glendening, all the way down. I have no idea what the stars are. Like yeah. I, I like that was a team. That was a team that we saw last year in person with get, Travis Green Canucks coach. With like, Travis no. Green Canucks coaching, they gave up seven goals to Travis Green Canucks in November, and yeah. that team somehow was one goal away from making the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I had him as a, a B minus. I changed it to C plus. I, I also don't know why in my brain I think it's so high. I think it's just the fact in my mind that they can't do anything. I think I'm going to change it to a C. I, I, I was at a B minus. I don't know why I was so generous with it. Maybe it's because I think they brought in some March, like the March one was good. I think the Butcher and the Miller one are good depth. I think that's what just brought up the score. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it at a C plus C ish area. I think I'll leave it a C even. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a C. Like I don't know. I don't know. There's nothing. There's nothing this team needs to do more than just re-sign Ottinger and Robertson. Yeah, but then you just don't know how you get Rope Henson next year. Thankfully, he's an RFA, but you know Pavelski isn't. I don't you know also Pavelski might retire soon. I, you never know, but he's but, but, playing so good still, so you never know. Like why would he? Well Pavelski, if this team just falls apart or this team just plays like shit, um yeah. Pavelski's gonna get moved at the deadline and that's kind of what they set that up for. But it's kind of, you know, punted until next season. Yeah. Like they were talking about them moving him at this year's deadline, they're punting it till next year. Um yeah, it's Pavelski's probably the JT Miller. Pavelski and JT Miller are in similar situations. Not maybe as maybe for Pavelski, you probably get much, you probably have to pay much less because he doesn't have another five, ten years ahead of him of this that sort of play. But I yeah, there's a bunch of guys on the trade market this year. I think better than last year as well. Um yeah, what did I bunch say? Of I, difference makers. I think the yeah, like guys like Miller and him could be guys that can push you over the edge, like over the hump kind of thing. Um, I, I don't see it happening, but I wonder if the stars get ambitious and they look to try and find a way to bring Klingberg back. 
I don't think that makes sense in any way at this point. I don't, I don't think, think I don't think it does either, but I wonder if the like because there's a lot of deals coming up after this season and Klingberg. I don't know. I think he know he knows Dallas. It's a different coach. I wonder if that means anything. It's a different coach. And him and Rick Bonus definitely didn't seem like they were a similar player. No. <laughs> yeah. But I'll I'll give them a C plus. Call yeah. it C plus just considering what it is, but yeah. Um Red Wings, your team. Uh Detroit. Got their jersey back there. Hell yeah. Um good moves, man. They made some good moves. I, I like the what's your favorite move? Uh Huso, I think. I well, I'm joking. Uh my favorite move. Ooh. I don't know. I, I, I think I think my I think mine might be the Perron signing. I think mine might be Cop. Cop's only twenty seven. He got five year, only five mil. That's not much of a. And he showed this year he's pretty good, especially in the playoffs too. I think I think that's probably my favorite move for sure. Like I like him as a player. I don't know. I like that that deal necessarily. That seem that seems like. A, a, a more like that's about a million and a half, two million. I think more than I would want for him. That's that's fair. I think. Well, that's just how free agency is, though. You're gonna totally, take- totally, and you know, you see, you saw that with Ben Ben Shaw. That's like, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's a bad contract, though. Like as bad as people are saying, it, it depends. <laughs> every every team, I feel like at this point, has a defensive contract they don't. Like it's it's you gotta deal with it, but like Ben Schrott's an average defenseman, and like you don't get average defensemen who can play both sides that are that big, that like that. Well, and as Red Wings Twitter is happy to point out, he's gonna be a great fit when they make the playoffs. Oh, they said that. <laughs> Jesus, uh, good luck. I, I don't know if they make the playoffs soon. I would. That'd be good for him. Um, yeah, Schrott being the highest paid. Defenseman, I think is that is that the case? Yeah, it's a bit rough. Um, I was thinking, does Hronik get moved soon? I don't know if he does. I know there's things about that recently, but I don't know what you think about that. I would like him to stay, but again, if the if the offer is too good to pass up, yeah, it depends. They it, also have a sorry, keep going. I was gonna say he he also seems like a guy who's more valuable to the Red Wings than any other team because he's a draft and develop and he's been with it like he's been playing yeah. the Red Wings for so long uh, on the shitty Red Wings teams that yeah. he seem he seems like somebody who is more valuable to Detroit than anybody else. Yeah. And his contract's not the worst. Uh, he's I don't know if he's living up to that four point four. It, but he, it's it, he's been on some bad teams, and I, I think if you give him one or two years, maybe he's I a think, tw- he's a twenty four year old right D man. Like yeah, you can't get you see what you saw what Gabranzi guy like right handed D men are just getting everything in this day and age. So fair play. I don't know what Sider's gonna get in fucking two years, but man, it's gonna be would, a lot. I would almost think it's the Kel McCarr deal. I would say it's how I, I would like the Cavs gonna move up eight by ten. Would it be would it be out the picture for sure for me? Um, I, w- I wouldn't be upset with that. And then you do an eight, eight by eight with Lucas Raymond too. When that, yeah. Um, speak before we get to them. Actually, I want to talk about obviously Dylan Larkin next year. He's up. Bertuzzi's up too. I think Bertuzzi walks. I know what I would have liked. I actually really like him on Detroit. I think it's a perfect fit. But I think he does walk. 
Um, but I, I hope you get Larkin signed. He's a UFA. I think he would stay. I don't think he'd leave a team that made you the captain. I, there would be riots in Detroit if Dylan Larkin wasn't a Red Wing for his entire yeah. career. And I, I think Larkin wants it too. I, I feel like Larkin would want to be a he's, he's a Michigan guy. Like yeah, there's no reason for him to leave. There's no reason the and the forward cores improved so much. You get look how well he played with Raymond this year. Raymond Bertuzzi, it, it works so well. And we you only know, Bertuzzi leaves. He still has Verona for another year, who's as good, like on same level ish. I actually really like. This might be because I'm biased, but like I actually really like this forward group for Detroit. I, I wrote that down. I literally have it down. Like forward core has improved a lot. I'm like, it, I think really the defense is like, you know, you kind of have to focus. I think Oli Mata is great. Uh, he doesn't get enough respect because I think he he's meant to be like a much bigger top four guy and end up just being like an underrated defenseman. And now he's at the point where everyone hated him. Not hated him, but like stop talking about he was, him because he was underrated. He, he wasn't what people wanted him to be. And yeah, because there's like that thing where like there's just the first year fall off where like everyone's like, oh, he's gonna be good, and then he's like, oh shit, he's gonna be this guy, and which has been fine though. That's the thing; he's always just been a good shutdown. Maybe not the best shutdown guy, but I mean, I argue he's better than Sherrod uh, defensively. Um, you probably bring Edvinson in. I would, I would think. Is that a thing? It yeah, it, it, it I mean, that could be a, yeah. that could be a play. It could be a play. It, you're you're not totally far off. You know you yeah, have to. You still you, have, you still have Oysterly for another year, so you don't really need to. But. Well, and you have to consider that they brought in Robert Hag. Um, you know, so you know. He, <laughs> I didn't. I trust me, man. I did not consider that. I have. I consider Mark Pissick, who's a right D, right wing. Well, you know, did you see that thing about Mark Pissick about how so the Red Wings drafted him, and then just the other day they uh, made a statement saying like, yeah, Pissick is on. Um, he, he just had surgery or whatever. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Uh, newly signed defender Mark Pissick has undergone surgery on a torn Achilles tendon and is out four to six months. Oh, really? And it's just yeah, like, he's not getting done. And it's <laughs> why did they like, sign him? They well, they they signed him and then yeah, it's just like that was very weird that you signed. Trust him. Steve, man. Trust Steve. Always trust Steve. Uh, oh, totally. I, wrote, I wrote delete. I wrote delete Zadina from Team, please. So restricted oh. free agent uh, this year. Is he the new Pugliarvi? No, because Pugliarvi's good. <laughs> so, oh, so, oh, come on. That's... I, I don't like Zadina just because of what he did to Garland, but I also just think it's it's unfortunate. He hasn't really turned out to the player. He, well, I mean, Red Wings fans and Red Wings, the organization wanted him to. Here, here's my thing on Zadina. Yeah, it, I think you give him more, like, one or two more chances because he can't give up on a guy who's that highly doubted. Quick. I don't think Rangers are going to give up on Cac, so I don't think that this team should give up Zadina quite yet. Well, the reason I can't give up on Zadina is because I'm also 22 years old. And if people <laughs> like were like, just like, yeah, I've no, also got to be 22 as well, actually. Fuck, <laughs> you're right, man. If, if people started throwing in the towel on me, you know, oh, he's 22, he hasn't performed well in the last four years. So it's like, well, fuck, I'm playing. <laughs> Yeah, well, fuck, man. I'm fucked. Um, yeah, I, I don't... I think you still give him a chance. I think it's the fact that there hasn't been any improvement. Like, there's nothing, there's not been much, has there? No, and I am i don't want to play the Blashill card, but in this moment, I'll play the Blashill card, yeah. and I think a new coach will help. Uh, yeah. And by the way, shout out, uh, former Everett Silvership associate coach, Jay Verarity, is the new assistant coach and one of the new assistant hey. coaches in Detroit, so I got I to gotta shout him out. 
Uh, what's your trade grade? Uh, I gave him, I gave him an A. <laughs> I gave okay. him an A. I don't know. Maybe I, I know. I don't know if you gave him that. Maybe you're. I gave, I gave him an A minus. A minus. Yeah, I was A minus and A. I, I think, I think it's just the fact that he improved. I know there's a bunch of overpays in there. I think it, he did improve the team a lot. Yeah, that, and I, I'll give Steve Stevie Y that, and I, I always trust in Eiserman after what he did in Tampa. So. I think you guys are fine in Detroit. You got a bunch of bunch to look at, much to look to. I, forward to. I I I but the problem is with, the, with like the worst case scenario with this team is like if Huso plays like Nadelkovich and Nadelkovich doesn't regain any form. Um Ben Chirot is awful. I I'm looking at this as like a, in, in a pessimistic sense, which I really shouldn't. I, really, I do like the Canucks too, so I can't get mad at that. Like any I, signing, or like in my mind right now, I'm just like McKayev's gonna be the worst player in the in the history of the Canucks. But then I look at the forward group and I'm like, you know what? Adam Ernie and Michael Rasmussen are not gonna get as much ice. Time. Oh my gosh! And, and Let's they, just go. Let's just go to the next. They're gonna play a limited role, and it's gonna be good. They're they're gonna Oilers, be good. Oilers, Oilers, Oilers. Um. So the trade so they what, made. So, so what? The, so what the fuck is with the Oilers? So who the fuck are yeah. the Oilers? Um, they signed Kane, which is okay. Um, McKeg. They signed Campbell, which was done like two years ago. Um, Kulak's a good signing. I like that. Yanmark, okay. Puliyarvi, okay. And I guess Reed Schaefer too, because that's the guy they got from the Cassian trade. They moved down three spots. Another Seattle from the bird, so I hate his ass. <laughs> um. Okay, I, I don't know what you do with Pooley RV and that, I guess, but obviously you had to put money into Campbell. You needed a goalie, and you, you probably could have went after Kemper, but I guess they just, I guess they just had Campbell and there's an eyesight, so they just went with him. Um, Pooley RV, uh, I know he signed three mil. But so with Edmonton, you still have a cloud and Yamamoto too. You have no cap space if you're Edmonton. You're like you, down a couple mil. You're probably putting Smith, unfortunately, still Clefbaum on there, which is, which is unfortunate because Clefbaum is probably their best defenseman. <laughs> I'm going to be Clefbaum is their best defenseman. He hasn't played hockey in two years. So, again, Clefbaum's their best defense for the past decade, maybe Andre Sakara. And then that, and like Nurse is taught, Nurse is probably the third. Like, could like maybe I'm being mean to Nurse. Nurse is their best defenseman. No, right? you're like, you're being mean to uh, what's his name? Who was the former captain of that team? Andrew Ferentz. Andrew Ferentz. You're being mean to him. Remember, you remember yeah. when Andrew Ferentz was getting a lot of talk? Like people were hyping up like Andrew Ferentz, like good guy, good oh. locker room guy. Like this, this is he's not a good guy. Him. I'll tell you that right now. He's no, not he a good isn't. guy. He's a locker no, he... room guy, but no, not a good guy. Middle fingering the fans in Montreal. I remember that one. So with Edmonton. I, I am happy to point out the fact that they traded for Duncan Keith last year. They traded assets for Duncan Keith and no salary retention, only for him to play for one year. And he's gone, and there's nothing. And I know it's only Caleb Jones, but Caleb Jones would have been fine on this, like in this play. Like, so, but I'm looking at this decor. So you have Darnell Nurse. Whose extension kicks in, by the way, this year? His I just realized point, I, eight, I see eight UFA here. I'm like, oh my gosh. His, his no move, 9.25, eight year contract kicks in this year. 10 uh, team list, at least. At least it's not like, it's not like a Patrick Kane Taves one, but it's, it's pretty fucking bad. 
Tyson Berry, Cody Cece, Brett Kulak, Slater Kukuk, Evan Bouchard, and Philip Roberg. Now, yeah, I'm sorry, they have dry settle for three years at 8.5, which is best contract in the NHL by a landslide. That's like arguably ever. Like, that's one of the best contracts ever. So, that decor. I, you know, I hope Evan Bouchard really learned a lot from Duncan Keith. <laughs> you know, fucking, he's going to need it when he's playing with Darnell Nurse next year on the top. Uh, it's, it, I think it will be Nurse CC again. I, that was probably the best they had, which is sad. CC, <laughs> see, the, the, see, <laughs> I'm praying for Broberg, man. I'm hoping it turn, works out for him. I'm really hoping it works. He's 21. He's young, right? And same with Bouchard. He's 22. They got time, but man, fuck. I, I, uh, don't, uh, don't, don't, again, don't you love those fucking media pieces where it's like, yeah, you know what Duncan Keys provided? Leadership. That's why Evan Bouchard is going to be better next season. It's like, fuck you. I'll no. be honest. There's not much to say here. Soup's needed. Kane's fine. You never know what will happen. I don't think there'll be a Kane issue as bad. I think he's definitely changed his ways outside of the hockey rink as well, maybe even in the locker room a bit. I think even he. I think once they hit the bank account and finally like clocked on that, you probably should not be an idiot. And obviously, you're gonna still get the you know throwing up the seven when you score an empty net goal against the fucking shittiest playoff team. But like, I don't know. I think I think the Kane signing's fine. You're getting a guy who scored 14 goals in the playoffs in three rounds for like five mil. Come on, that, that is a good contract. And I think it's fine. Um, I gave. I'm gonna give him. A, I gave him a C plus. I think maybe the C would be better. I, I, the C plus is like being like it's a C without them signing Campbell, but they signed Campbell, so it's a C plus, maybe a B minus. I'll give them a C. Uh, I'm just afraid that Campbell is going to become the new Cam Talbot. Oh, God. Well, I like goalies, like good, but like maybe you don't want him. Like he's like, okay. Also, he does the trick. that's what they needed, though. A goalie who actually does the trick, even though Smith was good in the playoffs, technically, but. Listen, I like Campbell. No Same. idea if Campbell is going to be... Shout out to him. I mean, he, he deserved that for fucking all those hell years in Dallas. Same with the Chuskin. Both yeah. those guys deserve for what they have to deal with in Dallas, man. My thing with uh, Campbell, I have no idea if he's going to be... like Edmonton needs a goalie who can... Edmonton needs a Vasilevsky or a Hellebuck or like a, a dude who can just play 60 games and carry that god-awful yeah. defense. Dry, yeah. I think Dreisaitl... Right, so uh modify. He has a ten-team list now. Hey, man, <laughs> dry sidle for Vasilevsky one for one. Do they? <laughs> well, that's okay. So let's, okay, I'll let's, stop with the armchair. Gene. No, no. Let's let's throw this out then. If if Edmonton loses, like if Edmonton loses in the first round this year, let's say Edmonton loses to like, I don't know, L.A. in the first round again, right? <laughs> let's, let, the Canucks, Canucks, the Canucks. Let's say the Canucks. Let's say if Edmonton. Canucks is even a better example. If the Canucks yeah. beat the Oilers in the first round this year, when is Connor McDavid and or Lisa, Leon Dreisaitl asking for a trade out of Edmonton? Yeah. Um, my thought process is they both ride their contracts and leave. I, I genuinely, if, if Connor McDavid leaves, he's getting the biggest contract in hockey history, which is, I would, I would say he gets around, <laughs> my hot take is like they both get around like between 14 and 17 million. I, I, I especially that like 25 like Connor McDavid is worth 30 million dollars a year for being honest but like he, he's got he'll get like 18 the, the, here's the thing the fact 
And that team, this the, the team this past year, that team had no business being in the conference finals whatsoever. Not yeah. zero. And the fact that this team has Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. Nobody talks about this enough. The fact that both of those guys are locked up and taking up only 25% of your cap and you haven't won a single fucking thing. Yeah. Sagan and Ben have made it to the finals and they took a 25% cap hit. (laughs) But Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl taking up only 25% of your cap and you haven't done fucking shit with those guys you should be tried for a war crime. That's what that is. That yeah. is just awful. Yeah. What what Drysdale did in this playoffs is nothing short of like remarkable. I, I was gonna use bigger words, but maybe that's too much. But like you know, on one leg he scored. He, he like single handedly cooked Calgary. You know, scoring breakaways. Man, it, it, it it's it's ins- it is insane. I, I know what you mean. Like you got two of the best hockey players ever on your first line and second line, and and you're not doing anything in them, but. I don't know. I, I'll give him. I'll give him a. I'll give him a C plus. It'll be nice to fucking Ken Hall in the Hall of Famer. You know. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a C. I don't. I, I don't have a. Lot of, <laughs> I, I don't respect. Uh, <laughs> Florida. Uh, I wrote, lost so much. I don't even want to go through that. I have an image of it on my phone. I won't. I won't hey, pull it up. Got Nick, like, they got Nick Cousins. Uh, Delzato, Chris Tierney, Rudolph's Balsers, and the Stahl brothers. You know what's funny oh. is um, how Mark Stahl did had like this ho- total like 180 PR wise with the Red Wings fans, where like at first everybody's like, "Yeah, oh, this fucking guy," and then when he left, it's like, "Oh, Mark Stahl, I'm kind of disappointed he left." He was you, like, well, I remember like I think that's <laughs> when we watched him. You, we, I kind of even turned my eye. I'm like, "Wow, he's actually not that bad." And maybe I think it's just like the fact that it's like you expect Mark Stahl to be like the, like that shutdown number one pairing defenseman. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, well he's, he's also like near 40 years old. Well, and as, a- as if like the Red Wings didn't acquire him just in like a cap dump with the Rangers anyways, like they got a second <laughs> round pick for taking the Mark Stahl contract. So like, yeah. Um, yeah. Some low risk signings like Colin white and the Hubert O'Weir thing. We'll talk like the only reason they did that trade is because they had to add Intel. Like, there's no way you do that trade. Like, because Huberto is probably going to ask for what? Maybe like a mil more than Kachuk. I would do that. I, I don't think Florida wouldn't do that. And then Weger was going to ask for maybe seven. You let him go. Okay, whatever. You keep your first. You keep Schwint. Uh, I, I don't know why you do that as Florida. Unless uh, Huberto never made explicit that he, like, he said he was cut off guard as well. I don't think he even got the chance to even really have talks with them, like big time talks. I think it's just really preliminary. Um, I I give I, uh, maybe you you have you add in and I'll give my score. The Panthers. Listen, I I like Kachuk. Yes, same. I, I I would probably, if I was trying to build a team, I, like and I can't I. The thing with Huberto is that he has, a bit more, of, what's what's the term? But he he's had a lot more. Uh, sustained success than Matthew Kachuk because you're you're moving Kachuk off the best year of his career and there's yeah. no there's no proof that he can do that again. Yeah, and, and again, again, I love the player. I would want him on my team in a heartbeat. I would want, well, yeah. If I was, I always thought like in my mind, like you know, what if like him or Brady comes to the Canucks? Is obviously yeah, like the huge connection. Absolutely. 
absolutely. Like I've said this before. My like, if I could just create a line for the playoffs, like if I could just have a like a line of players, it would be both the Kachuk brothers and Max Domi. Because I think that would be, I think that would be an absolute pest. He's the new, he's the new Mister Game Seven in, in Carolina. Yeah, exactly. And, and last year, and, and the fact that Florida not only gave up, I did the best player in the trade. Yeah, maybe. And, well, the best, like he's the best. Like Matt the, Kachuk, the most, the, they gave up the most skilled player. Yeah, because I know obviously Matt Kachuk is the the better two way guy, but like Jonathan, I'd rather have Huberdeau. That's the thing. It's I'd rather have Huberdeau and like Uyghurs like a top pairing defenseman on almost every. Yeah, I think I think I think most people would, you know, he's a top fifteen to twenty defenseman. I I was I was gonna say top fifteen, and I would I would say with Uyghur, I don't know if most people know that he's that good, but I think. There's enough people who have seen the stats. I think that, I don't think the numbers lie. And yeah, a defensive defense with that sort of statistic offensively speaks for itself. I think. And like, and you kind of mentioned this earlier about how even the stats without Ekblad really like. It, yeah, like without it, Ekblad, he was like he's still good. Like it, it I think that's what really brought him to stardom. Like, well, maybe not stardom, but like just like really made a name for himself. That's why I think yeah. he, he he can make like eight, seven, eight mil next year. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so, the, so, I gave him a C. C maybe a C minus. But I, I'm going to give them a, a C plus because I do like Kachuk. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there is something to be said for, you know, they lost Mason Marchman. They lost Claude Giroux. I I, 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 Shrott, I, I, know I don't know. I don't know if Sherrod is in in that category with those two guys, but still, along the same lines of like traded a bunch of assets to acquire said player, and then said player walked in free agency. It's like, uh, I don't know about that, but um, I'll I'll give them a, a C plus. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like I do like a Chuck. I'm wearing yeah. his jersey, so. <laughs> Um, LA, uh, not many moves, but the, some of the moves are pretty big time. Obviously, the Fiala one was a, a really good move. I like that move a lot. Or I think they get what was it? They traded it was Faber and the pick and for first, Liam and, and, their first round, and their first round pick this year. Yeah, that was Liam, Liam Ogre. I'm pretty sure that I, I think that's a good trade. Yeah, yeah, Fiala, I know like you never know with Ogre and Faber, but like you're getting Fiala. That's that's all that matters is you're getting Kevin Fiala. Well, um, I know. I know he kind of took him a while to start, but I think at the, I think towards the second half of the season he came back. I saw it in my fantasy league that he came back, so I picked him up. Well, that's a, that's the thing with LA. It's like they didn't really need to do a whole lot. Like they kind of surprised everybody by making the playoffs last year. They took the Oilers to seven games. Yeah, it was and, McDavid who really saved them there. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I don't. I know. like Edler as well. Like Edler, Grunstrom, Kempe. Like they got all those guys. I think I don't know. Is I a follow up, or he he signed right? I a follow signed. Getting traded to Detroit apparently. Um, yeah. You know the no that was sorry Kempe and Walker for. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I break. Um, but yeah, I like the signings made. I know it's I know it's like only like some depth moves. I know I had to play top pairing minutes there, but like they got a bunch of the young guys back. I know Velarde's taking a while, but he's back for I think another year. He's on a one way, so he's gonna be probably playing up there. I don't, I don't like Lemieux, but I guess it's cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we are saying I know 
Lewis Anderson's only 23, so I won't count him out yet. And, and same with Jared Anderson, Dolan. I think a bunch of those guys can definitely get their chance next year. Yeah, hoping hoping Byfield steps up a bit. I don't know. I doubt. I doubt what's his name. What's his name? Brant Clark comes up next year. I think maybe in one more year. Then like Edler leaves, and then he comes in. But yeah, gotta sign Jersey. I don't know if Mikey Anderson signed either. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the Kings like cap wise still have a few more moves to make. Yeah. Um. The the Kopitar, Kopitar has a few more years, right? Two. two yeah. The the well. Goaltending is is the biggest thing for myself with like what are what are the Kings gonna do goaltending wise? Where Quick has, is uh, he got a five point eight million cap this year? He's at UFA next year. This team is in a really good spot to perform well and to do well, but if they don't have that right goalie, yeah. Quick did fine, but you know Quick can only do fine for so long. He, uh, and Peterson. Uh, well, you kind of I think you gotta have to run with Peterson now. You have him locked for three years at a kind of a rough cap it for what he's doing. Um, I assume it's probably gonna be quick next year, and then it's just gotta hope Peterson brings it back. Maybe I don't know, maybe you bring a goal, different goalie coach in or something. Um, yeah, at least some of the cap will be off the books, and, and then Dion Phaneuf's dead caps up next year as well. Not Mike Richards, unfortunately, he, he, he's going for a while, but yeah, there's a I think there's a lot to look to in in LA. I gave them. I don't know if you have anything else to add before. I... No, I think they just they, you know they they saw an opportunity with the Fiala trade and they you know went with it. And I, I think they got that Arvidsson trade last year. Obviously, I think that was a really good one. Yeah, I, mean, I, I I was gonna say just like I'm. I think they still have some moves left to make. Like I I don't think the Kings are are done yet. Um, probably on defense, I feel like they need to. I would yeah. love if they just added one more like top two guy on defense. Like I would yeah. even top four, I would just feel more confident with them. But yeah. I, 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 nothing really. I think you obviously hope one of those guys like, like, like end up being one of them, one of the one of those top two guys. I don't know if I don't know if Dursey's there, but like he looked he looked pretty promising. But he could be a guy that moves up quite a bit. I don't know if he's that top two guy, but. Yeah, I, I like what you're thinking about there with the, having another top two guy. I gave him a, I gave him a B plus. Well, and I was gonna say maybe that's where Brant Clark fits in, like another because again, with LA they still have a really good prospect pool. Uh, you know Tyler Madden is still in this system. Alex Turcotte is still in this system. Yeah, Turcotte. Um, Brant Clark is still in this system. Uh, Jared Anderson, like there's 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 dudes yeah. that, that can still come up and, and be effective, but. Um. Yeah, the, yeah. the 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 Kings. I I gave them an A minus, and uh, yeah, B plus A minus range. I think they did a good job for what they they had. They didn't really have to do much though. No, and, and they they still have moves to make, and and they're fine. They're fine. Yeah. Um. Uh, next so team. The, so you got Bill Guerin here. The Bill Guerin era. Billy G. Uh. I mean, they traded Fiala. They got Gustus since so that's a bit of money off, but about it. They they, they got Flurry back. They signed. I'm kind of surprised they brought Flurry back, considering what what we think of this team now. Yeah, I, it's not looking good for him. It, it's not Zuccarello is he's good. He's not going to be that good in two years. Um. 
Joel Eric's next on a great contract. Uh, Hartman's also on a really good contract. Uh, you, you're hoping, you know, Boldy's up next year. I know Duhamey is. He's not, a, not in the same realm as Boldy, maybe, but still a bunch of guys that are up next year. Does Dumba stay? You know, and obviously you have the Parise Sugar ticking this year. That's near $13 million and then 15 the year after. I wonder if uh, Rodin gets moved. He got six more years at about six million, and he doesn't. It, have, he, yeah, but. obviously, I think the bet Spurgeon's a great contract. He's one of the best defense in the league. He's making seven point five, and and like I think him and Hughes are like the best comparison. Like I know he Spurgeon's thirty two, but I think it's a similar type of thing there. But I don't know if he can really move Rodin, or if you want to, just because he is he's such a he's such a rock back there. I don't know if you want to move that. This is, it's like, I don't know what Minnesota's thinking right now. I don't know what Bill Guerin's thinking because trade away Fiala kind of because you had to because you strapped yourself with the Parise Suter thing. Um, I think he's just betting on the young guys to step up, which is a bit, well, I don't know if that's really the best thing right now. I don't, I don't think they really have much of a choice. They got 12 yeah. million, over, yeah. almost 13 million tied up in Parise and Suter this time. Yeah, I, yeah, at least they got Ogren in favor. You know, guys that I, I, I like on Minnesota, um, you know, Adam Beckman could get to, could get some, you know, opportunities. Marco I'm hoping Rossi. Rossi. Yeah. Rossi, obviously hope. And like, there's, there's a few guys there. Nick, um, Patan, Nick Patan's in the system. Stop. Don't, 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 don't. I, I hope K, <laughs> I hope Kaylin Addison and, and Lambos maybe get a chance. And obviously I guess, I don't know. I think what the thing with Flurry is like they're waiting two years and then he, you know, Wallstead comes in. Um, but I gave him a C. Uh, there's nothing here. Really. Um, yeah, I, I would say it's probably a, a, a C. Um, I just don't know what Minnesota, like, because they have Kaprizov and Spurgeon and Dumba and Flurry, the goal is to be competitive. But they have to trade Fiala because they can't sign him. They're probably going to make another move to get more cap space or to get a, a younger guy. Yeah, and then you're losing probably Brodeen. He's probably he's your shutdown guy. So I don't know. I'm giving a C just because I don't. There's nothing much that's been done. And we're rating on what's done been done so far. They have a little over four million dollars left in cap space. Like that's not entirely nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know that they want to go. You know, they, they don't really. Yeah, they don't have any you want to sign right now. But you know, there's well, obviously. I, I don't know if they want to go like. Hell, they might go after Kadri. They might do it. They might fucking do it. You never know. <laughs> I was gonna say like I don't know if they want to go like the PK Subban route. Like if they if they if they want to go, you know, the Phil Kessel route. Like they they kind of need a. Phil center. Kessel seems okay. Phil Kessel seems like that will be okay. But I don't think about the Subban really because I think their defensive core like looks fine. I think it's really the, that. It, I don't know. I don't, the 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 decor looks good. They I don't know if Minnesota's that t- kind of team that wants to add depth. If you know what I mean, Kessel. Yeah. They don't really need a winger. They need more of a center. But yeah. hey, I don't. You're. Re- I know it's Kadri. Kadri's gonna want term and it probably deserves it. Um. Yeah. See what I give him. See. Yes. Uh. Let's go to let's go to the Habs. Though. They made a bit more moves. Uh, the, the Habs have done a lot this offseason. Um, so obviously the the the, the Gary Bettman classic was like, oh, I got something for you, and then you know everyone goes dumb for the the Romanov. Uh, I'll talk about the Romanov one. I think he, in a few here, but 
they also got Kirby Doc there. I, I think that's fine. He needed to change the scenery and then the, the Petrie and the Matheson, Petrie Palin for Matheson. That was a weird trade. I don't know if I totally like it's a, it's a bit of it's a bit of money off the books. That's that's two point one million off the books. And, and Mike and Mike Matheson, I think I think right now at this point in the career, career both those guys are almost like at the at when it happened, I'm like, bro, Petrie, it's Petrie. Why are you trading away for fucking Mike Matheson? But like if you're reading, if you're actually looking at it, like it's it's almost the same player at this point. I know Petrie out of off season, like pretty bad season on a shit team. But Matt and Austin had a great season, so it really it's all it could be when you know Pittsburgh selling at the highest and you know trying to buy Petrie at his lowest. I was gonna say with Petrie Matheson, it definitely feels like Pittsburgh getting the better defender, but you're paying more to get him with Montreal getting the not as good defender, but yeah. you're not paying him as like he you know, you're yeah. saving a bit on the cap to do that. Matt Matheson's a good top four guy, he's definitely which I'm very happy about. I'm happy that he improved considering what he came from. I don't know if Matt was Matheson the guy who injured Pedersen. So is that why I meant to hate him? I think I that's think why I meant so. to hate him. Yeah, no. yeah, okay. So that's why I always forget that I have some underlying reason for him. I think you that's a, why. You have a disdain for him. Yeah, I remember he's on Florida. He did some stupid shit and he and he sucked analytically. So I, I could always shit on him for it, but I don't think he does anymore. Um, but yeah, I I liked I like those moves. I liked the Yuri Slavkovsky pick. I like that Philip Massar as well. Um they got the Don- they got the Donna for essentially yeah no nah, that was nothing as well that was just a cap dump as well which I like the Donna's good like he's not bad he's not he's not the greatest but he's middle six sniper you can always use a middle six sniper I guess I could um, see him I could see him putting up twenty goals in Montreal this episode. for sure yeah hundred percent he's looking so good on the second half of that season with Vegas after the, he had to kind of prove something. Uh, it looked like he definitely was out to prove something after what they after what they did, did to him with the Anaheim thing. Yeah, was, uh, I was on like Caulfield. I think Caulfield hopefully works out for him. Obviously, worked when St. Louis came in and Charm left. Um, you know, I think there's obviously no not much cap space there, so I think they're kind of in a rebuild stage. I know, I think the Nick Suzuki contract's fine as well. I know there was like that thing on Twitter where like what's his name made that article about oh Dom did his worst uh NHL yeah, worst contract. That, I think wasn't that I didn't look at it, but I'm pretty sure it was based off of his model, which is fair enough. But Suzuki, that contract's not bad, like objectively. Um I think Dvorak might be like there's so many guys that look like they're probably gonna get traded at the trade deadline. I think Montreal. I don't know if Montreal's in a Bedard phase, but they're, they're looking like it, right? Like, they're going to be bottom team for sure. I would rather but, have the Suzuki contract than the Josh Norris contract. Oof. That, that's a good take, actually. I like that take. Um, I gave him a B-. minus. Uh, maybe that's being harsh. I, maybe a B looks more like it. It's a rebuilding stage, and maybe a B- minus is being too harsh. I'll give him a B. I, I mean, like... Again, this is a team that kind of knows what they are, but they're also yeah. trying to, you know, improve while rebuild. Like, you know, it is weird. Will- That's why, yeah, I don't know. It, it is a weird thing. Is uh, training paling along with that is always I always thought was weird. I, I just don't think he got a chance. I don't think it was really like paling could fit instead of Pizzetta. Like Pizzetta shouldn't realistically be <laughs> there, but I don't know. I guess they see something in it. Uh, Kirby Doc still needs to sign. I, I'm assuming there's probably another trade or two in there. I don't know what it would be, but I, I no, I like I thought the doc trade was a win for Montreal. Um, I, I thought the dad and off trade was a win for Montreal. 
holy defensive core. I'm just like, good luck. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, your defense for Mon- the Montreal defense next year looks like Michael Matheson, Joel Edmondson, David Savard, Justin Barron, Jordan Harris, who I've had people tell me is good. Uh, he looked fine. He scored his first career goal last year, if I'm not mistaken. I watched that game, but he looked that, okay. That was the crazy game against Florida where Montreal scored like 10 against Florida, like at the they end. Have been, that was that was Jonas Johansson's fault. That all the, I, I can't believe Colorado signed him again. And I, I think the, the other big thing to note with Montreal is that hopefully you get a, a full healthy season with Carey Price. Yeah, uh, that's always what you want. I know they signed Montem Bolt again. Um, cool. I don't know why you want to sign him again after that season. Um, yeah, there's not much, not much to say. I'll give him, a, I'll give him a B. What did I give him? B minus. I'll, I'll still, I said B. I think, but I'll give him B minus. Um, Predators. I think it's Predators Nashville. Yeah. I'll, I'll give Montreal a B. I think that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nashville. I, I. They're good, right? On paper, and like they, they played pretty well. I know they got they did get they get they did bleh, they did get swept, right? Yeah, they did. They did. That was. I mean, yeah. it was it was it was not great to begin with, but then also Soros wasn't playing. Yeah, so Soros was out. Um, I like the McDonough move. It's a rough contract towards the end, and and it's twelve team list. Um, for his for his no trade, I like the four. I like Forsberg going coming back and that's a really good cap hit i know it was like a really good year for him and he had a good shooting percentage so numbers might be skewed from what he might be able to contribute but that's a first line winger and 8.5 is good for a first line winger in this league um you know getting lankinen's a goalie that can play i would rather have lankinen than riddick at this point probably uh sanford's fine i really like nino nita writer i think that's a guy who can fit yeah. in on that middle six perfectly I didn't think they get him. I really didn't think they get another winger, but that's a perfect fit. I know, I think the only guy they have to sign right now is Yakov Trenin, but that's like four. They have four middle still left. I don't think they have any, or they have dead. Oh, they have the Kyle Turris contract. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, that's the only guy they have to sign right now. I think next year, Janot's up and Fabro. So those are two guys you probably want to sign, I think, and, and Carrier. But I guess that's for the future. For what they've done so far, I like. I like it. The, the really only bad part is the McDonough has that term that you might not want. Yeah, the McDonough term is, is not ideal. Their defense is is kind. It, it, their defense is older than you would think, considering it's Yossi who's thirty two, McDonough's thirty three, Eckholm's thirty two, uh, Mark Boretsky is. He's. I don't know if he's gonna get played. I, I would assume they play Lausanne over him. Thirty three. Lausanne is – I can't even use old as the excuse of why Jeremy Lausanne uh, should not be playing, but Jeremy Lausanne is 25. Do you know he that – signed a four-year <laughs> extension, though. Yes. That's a four-year contract for Jeremy Lausanne because you really got to lock down below average NFL – or NHL defenders when you can. Um, I – yeah, I also they traded away Luke Cunning, which is a weird trade. I I don't. Yeah, really, that, I, you know, that that didn't really make sense. I yeah, I don't know. I guess they got a third John Leonard, whatever. Um, cool. I, I gave him a B, I gave him a B plus. Uh, uh, I think it's for what it's worth. I think I don't know. Predators are like a middle middle team. I I gave him a C plus. 
I guess that's our biggest discrepancy. I think it's B plus just because the I think the I gave the Forsberg and Niederreiter one a lot of credit for because that's that's those are good contracts. Yeah, if they didn't do that, that would not be good. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I gave it. I'm, I'm skewing it a bit. I'll, I'll stick with my B plus just for those two, those two <laughs> signings. I just have C plus because like I don't know. I think they're good. I like the Niederreiter Niederreiter signing. Yeah. I I'm not. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, there's always got to be teams in the middle, and I guess they're just, they're just, they're just, they're, well, they're what do you call it, embracing it. Well, they're they're not, like, like, I feel like Dallas was like the worst version of that. Yeah. And now Nashville. Let's go. Gonna, gonna try yeah. that. Um, We're getting it to the, so yeah, what do you, you give him a C plus? I'll give him a B plus. C plus for Nashville. Um, we're getting into the shitters here. So this is what I'm hoping for. So when I'm, yeah. I know it's late, but I ain't got nothing to do tomorrow. So whatever, we can, we can go into the shitters here. Um, Devils. Oh. Um, so they, they obviously lost out on the, the Goudreau sweepstakes and then they, they, they downgraded with the, the Hall of Zaka thing. They, they gave up near a first round pick for Banachek. Um, and they got Marino for Ty Smith. Those are the major trades and the signings was like Siegenthaler and Palat. So here's my take on the Devils. This team's not going to be good next year. They're gonna miss. Oh, the no. <laughs> they're gonna miss the playoffs, and they're gonna have to start all over again. Like I would not be surprised if by this time next year, we're gonna have some Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer. I'll be honest. Over. I don't think though. I I'll see. I'll guarantee you, Dougie Hamilton rumors. I'll guarantee you that. Like yeah. speak your case, guarantee stamp that'll happen that's the speaker piece hot take that dougie will get yeah, dougie hamilton's gonna be trade rumors i don't i, dougie I think Hamilton. There, there were so many times last like i watched more devils than the black blue jackets which i don't know if that was a good idea but there were so <laughs> many times last year where dougie hamilton had the like minimum wage employee in a service industry type body posture of fuck this shit i hate this so much i want to get out of here and that was just after one year with the devils yeah i, I can't imagine i mean i i'm pretty sure you play with graves and siegenthaler a bit i'm only mainly graves i'm pretty sure yeah damon severson was definitely the best defenseman on that team and that's saying a lot because he was scoring in his own net like on my will, like most games. So like, I, I don't, it was a rough season for him last year. I know, and obviously he sure and Hughes had their little breakouts. I'm happy for he sure as well. Cause I know people are saying he shouldn't have been a top pick in that draft, which is stupid. Um, so, 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 so the devils right now have 8.7 million in cap space and they still have to resign brat. Yeah. And wood also what miles woods, an assistant captain. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, how the fuck do the Devils have <laughs> only like only eight million left in cap space, yeah. and and have to, like still have to resign Brad yeah. Wood? Also, they signed Simon Nemec, uh, so I'm assuming he might play next year. Um, now, now, I don't know if that's the right co-op, but he's a second overall pick, so he might have to. I like the Siegenthaler contract a lot. I think that's their best thing they've done all off season. Would be probably the Siegenthaler contract. Black contract sucks. I'll be honest, it, it, it sucks. It's six million. I know Platt's good. I know Platt's good, and I know how, what he can bring. Six you're million paying, for you're, you're, pay, you're paying him to be on your first line. I know, which I don't know if Platt's a first line. He's a top six winger. He can be on the first line when needed. 
I don't think he you want uh, maybe with the guy maybe I mean too harsh on him, but also I guess maybe with Jack Hughes, maybe Tatar on the right side. It's not that's that's serviceable. So this team is is paying almost eight million dollars for Thomas Tatar and Andreas Janssen combined. Are like Janssen wasn't even that bad last year. Same with Tatar had I don't know. Tatar is a, such a weird player because in some years he is so good, and in other years he's just healthy scratch the whole year. So you never know. So to rate their off season, I I think it's like I give him a D plus. <laughs> I was gonna say C minus. I think but, I, I think but, but here's the thing: you this team is on paper. This team is too good to be going in with a Vitek Vanacek and a Mackenzie Blackwood, Blackwood tandem. And you probably have Jonathan Bernier and there's probably someone down here, Nico I, Dawes I, as well. Nico Dawes, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if Bernier's coming back like because of his injuries and his health, but yeah. like, the fuck are we doing here? Just bring up Holtz. Bring Holtz on the first line. Just bring Holtz up. Play Holt. Play, play Nolan Foot. Play fucking. Play, uh, what's his name? I can't pronounce it. Where is it? It's down here. Uh, Shakir uh, Makmadulian. Um, Muka Madul. And on him Mak-Madu- too. Nikita. Ok- I can't even figure out. Yeah, whatever. Just just bring all the prospects bring in, bro. Up, just uh, bring up Tyler Witherspoon. Yo, at this point too. Put Geertsen on the first defensive pairing, bro. Just just do it at this point. I don't know what else to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I got B minus. You gave him a, a D, D plus. D plus. Um, or a D plus. I said B plus. No, hell no. It's a D. Hot, hot take. Um, New Jersey will will finish with fewer points than Ottawa and Detroit. That's not a hot take. I don't think. Like, like that. Like that team. Lindy Ruff is coaching that fucking oh, team. Piss me off. Don't piss me. I don't want to hear his name. <laughs> fucking Islanders. Islanders. <laughs> Let's go. I fucking hate. Because, I don't know why. I don't know why here. So this is like the like reverse of like they haven't done fucking shit. This yeah. So I, my first point here in my word doc is Islanders is Lou okay? Romanov for thirteenth is he trolling? Signing Salo is literally his only good signing. What? Why is Ross Johnston signed long term? How does this dumbass sign Pelic and Pulak for nothing and have Padjo and Palmieri make the same as them? That's that's my five points. That's all I have. And so- Di Pietro's off the books. So Lou with DPHOs off the books. <laughs> so <laughs> so Lou is betting on this team that this team is better than what they were last year, and a new coach, more or less, a new coach is going to change that. And, and shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have been left let go. I don't think. I don't. I don't think so. But it, you know, word around the Islanders is that it sure sounds like they needed to uh, make that move. Yeah. Um, this is a, it's, 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 it's rough. They didn't do anything. They got, they, listen, I, I'm, you know how much I like Romanov. That, that, that's a 13th overall pick is I'm a player. The quality of Frank Nazar is, is more worth is better you're getting better value from like a possibility of Frank Nazar being a star than you are of Romanov being your top pairing guy with Dobson. Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't 
like that Romanov trade at all for him. I think that's that's horrible. I <laughs> genuinely think that's horrible. Like Robin Sallow is a good contract. I don't know why he has so why I don't know why Lou has to sign every single player to like a fucking 10 year one million dollar deal. This you get four years by one, you get six by one. I don't understand it. I, I don't understand where and then they have to shave their beard the whole year. That's like don't I'm getting mad. <laughs> so they have eleven million in cap space. They have to re-sign Dobson, Romanoff, Kiefer Bellers, Bellows. I mean, Bellows is probably just the minimum. Like you're probably yeah. I mean, Bellows shouldn't shouldn't cost too much. Dobson uh, and Romanov are the ones that you don't know about, and you only have eleven mil. You know, and you're. You got Sorokin for another two years. Varlamo's leaving next year for sure. I, um, and you got Barzell. You know, it, it's I guess that, that money from what's his name can go to from Varlamo can go to Barzell. But then what do you have left for improving the team? It's, I don't see this team doing anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shout out Brock Nelson. He scored like what 70 goals this year or something. I don't know, 25% shooting. But like, you know, Josh Bailey, Paggio, Paul Mary aren't doing it. You know, Bovilli is, Bovilli is probably their, one of the better forward contracts, I would say. But I don't know. I don't, I don't mind the league contract too much as, as much as other – I think at the time it made sense. You got to lock up a guy that will score you that many goals. I know it hasn't worked out since. But the Nelson, Bailey, Paggio, Palmieri thing isn't good, in my opinion. <laughs> the name Wallstrom would do the same. The, well, the name I keep hearing or keep seeing thrown out in, like, Islanders trade rumors is Wallstrom. Which is, I don't think that makes sense though. That's like a 22 year old guy who, I like, he just like, he's always had so much upside from, I think he was, I remember he's the guy who's like kid star, right? Like, he was such yeah. like, yeah. So, uh, there's so much upside there, man. I know that's being, <laughs> just being cringe with that. Like, still, I, I think Wallstrom would do as maybe not as good as Palmieri right now, but like, yeah give him the chance to hopefully this new coach does i don't i don't put like his stunted growth on if you can even call that on on trots but just the team around i don't like the team build at all i like the defensive build i like robin sallow mayfield bottom pairing and then that top four of romanov romanov dobson hypothetical romanov dobson pelich and pulak i think that's really good defensive pairing it's just that forward core i don't like at all the goalies are okay yeah, um, I gave okay. I'm being harsh here. I give Lou Lou Lamarell an F minus. <laughs> I mean, so far it's a D. But... It's, it's, I, I gave him F minus because someone had to. I gave people an A. I have to give someone an F. Um, I don't know if Lou is also when it comes to the Wallstrom. I don't know if Lou is also that guy who thinks old school of like have to sell jerseys and have to sell tickets and you got to have a young star who can do that and Wallstrom's that like could be one of those guys but like on those same levels on that same level yeah why not re-sign Matthew Barzell why not yeah and by the way I'm looking at his he's never signed a guy to over seven million dollars he's gonna have to do that next year I I don't know how he's gonna I'm looking he's literally only signed Lee and Barzell to seven million dollar contracts and then he he gave Kovalchuk the 10,000 years, ten six million dollar contract. You can trade Barzell. Yeah. You can do it. But if you're going to do that, like you have to get so much for him. Or you just immediately 
go in a rebuild and, and you call it and and you're done. And you're not you're not gonna be like the old islanders of scrounging out two one overtime wins. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this team. Yeah, I gave I, him my F minus. I'm being harsh, man. F minus. Yeah, I'm looking at his contract history. He has some good ones like he signed he signed Morgan Riley to that really good deal. He signed some people walk and pellets those great deals. And then he also has Ryan Klo down here. He also has he also has Kadri down here with that really good contract. And he also zites out. So he's up and down with his contracts. But yeah, next year he's gonna have to pay some money, man. And I don't know how he's gonna deal with that. And you know, watch the Islanders Islander and just find their way into like the Eastern Conference Finals and we both look like idiots. I hope they do at this point, man. Just because I gave him an F minus. Uh, Rangers. New York. The other one. Um, better than the other team. I mean, they lost Georgiev. They bring a clack in. I think Trocek's fine for Strom. Strom wasn't re-signing at all, but I don't like the contract necessarily, but it's best available because right? you're getting Trocek. What Trocek will probably put up is what Kadri, like Kadri might put up a bit more, but he's going to want like $3 million more than Trocek wants. I know it's seven years. So it's a long term, but. He's only 29. It's not going to be as bad as a cadre would have been, I think. I think that's a fine fit. You hope Lafreniere moves up a bit. Uh, Kako, hope, works out for him. Well, I don't know why they continue to sign um, Libor Hayek. Like, fucking beats me, man. I don't know. What do you have? The funny thing about the Rangers, looking at their cap friendly, is that they have currently five defensemen on their roster. Five good defensemen. I like Almost all five of those those guys too was really good. Guys. I mean, I would I would assume it would probably be Jared Tenorti. No, God, no. One of either Zach Jones or Nils Lundqvist. Um, I don't know which one. I would assume probably because they have rewrite P might be Zach Jones, and he looked fine. One of what because I watched a decent amount of Rangers, uh, he looked fine. Um, they have Igor locked up next three years. This is probably their window the next three years. So, you know, Panarin's up in four. And I know Zabanja is not that big deal, but you probably have three, four years. So, I like Trocek. I I think he probably more or less fits what they're looking for in terms of a second-line center. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. I, I, I think it's a really good move. Uh, I don't like the no-move clause. Especially later on when it turns to six teams, but uh, it's whatever. Um, I hopefully, obviously, losing Cop and 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 Cra- or Vitrano and Strom suck, but you might get Crafts off back. You're gonna get Sammy Boy back, and hopefully, Capo Caco signs. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't. I think they're. I think they did. I think Jury uh, did fine here. I like the Ryan Carpenter signing too. Like I just, I love the yeah. fact that that's like a league min deal for like a bottom yeah, six, a-, a bottom six forward who will more or less be a pest if you get to the playoffs again, like people yeah. think you are. I hope they don't play Dryden Hunt too much. No disrespect. So, hey. and, and, I mean, Sammy Blade's going to come back. Because some games play really well. Then you realize Dryden Hunt. Um, yeah, I'm hoping Kravsaw makes a return. I don't think Brennan Offman's quite ready yet. Maybe give him two more years and he might make it up. But yeah, I, I think they, I gave him a B. Uh, yeah, I think I think a B is fine. I had a B minus, but I think I, I really did. I think B or B minus, but 
B minus might be too harsh. Um, I think it's always in my mind anytime I think of Rangers, and they uh, they got rid of Namath too. I'll, I'll give them that. I'll give them a B. Yeah, I, I like that. A B is good. That that seems like a you know, they didn't really. There wasn't a lot they needed to do. There wasn't yeah. a lot they had to do. You probably want another winger in there, like Cop, and losing him was probably rough. But considering the circumstances, I think they did a good job. And then after this year, you got. You got four million cap stakes uh, that you had going to D'Angelo, Girardi, and um, and Shattenkirk. So that's more money coming in next year. Um, yeah, Rangers B. Good. Sends. Ottawa Senators. Here we go. So uh, is this is this is, I mean, this is probably the the the. This is how would I describe this? This is the the best they've looked since Heat Week. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was since trying they to, made I, the finals since they I made was, the finals since they made the finals. This is like the most hope I've had in Ottawa. This is like the best yeah. I felt about the Senators as an organization um, since they went to the finals. Yeah, I, Brown sucks to lose a lot. Losing Connor Brown sucks because that is such a great player to have. Like, I think any he's a guy like any team would want Connor Brown, yeah. especially for three point six mil. I anyone would do that. If Ottawa were to make the playoffs this year, they would want Connor Brown on their team. Yeah. Um, they do have, yeah, their bottom six looks like, you know, I don't think Formenton or, and, and Joseph are signed, but like, just like looking at their bottom six, it looks much more like their whole team looks better now, man. Formenton, you, Pinto, Joseph, you got your boy Parker Kelly on the fourth line too. Campbell. Oh yeah. I love, love me some Parker Kelly. Yeah. You got Formenton and Joseph. You got to resign and branch them. Uh, I don't, know, I don't know what they do with branch from here. That's the, that's the, I don't know what that one, obviously that trade didn't really work out for him with the Mark Stone thing, but. I'm hoping it works out for Brandstrom, and I, and like I think I, Sanderson I, probably gets a chance too. I feel like Brandstrom gets one more crack at it with Ottawa. I feel like, like again, he's 22 years old. Like, yeah. I, like, but I, it I, has I, been it has been four years, like three three years. I, think. I get that, but I do feel like Ottawa. To, it's a different. I, I'm saying like I'm trying to convince myself this that it is a different environment in Ottawa now, and it's not the same old Senators. Yeah. Fine, I'll give you that. And, and and I I I want to believe there's some faith or some belief in the organization that this is a different team and we want to give this guy a different opportunity, a different chance, with a different expectation on him and on the team. But here's the thing: if Branstrom cannot overtake. Travis Hamnick, Artem Zeb. Actually, Zeb was actually good. No, Zub is their, like, probably their, Zub, one of their Zub, second best defensemen. Yeah, Zub, Zub was actually good for them. I would say so, it's Shabbat, so, Zub, and then it would go to, like, Sanderson. I was, I was, well, no, I was going to say, like, if he can't, if Branstrom cannot uh, over Zaitsev, Zaitsev Hamnick, Nick Holden, that's a, that's a problem. That, yeah. That's an issue. And, and, you know, maybe they just keep him on the roster next year because he is both a left and right D. But if he's not out playing Zaitsev, Hamannik, Holden, that's that that's that's extremely yeah. concerning. Um, Sanderson looked fine. I think Sanderson will be fine. I like the broad intel, but just for that extra extra padding behind Forsberg, I think Forsberg can be a like Forsberg is what you think of like when you think of an average goalie. That's <laughs> like Forsberg. I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's as bad. People probably give him <laughs> shit because he plays for Ottawa. 
Ottawa's um, actually had some like decent goalies come through their organization with, you know, Joey DeCord used to play for them, Forsberg, Gustafson, you know. Yeah. I want to put Hogberg on there, but yeah. But next year, you got like Stutzla and, and Dabrinka to resign. And, and I don't think, I think Shabbat is locked up, but you got Zub, who's like your top four guy. You lose yeah, Hamannick yeah. and Holden, but you still have a bunch of, you have a bunch of dead cap, you have a bunch of buyouts, you know. It, it's so, I don't know. They're, they're kind of strapped, but I think they can pull it off here. Dorian's looking like a beast right now. Obviously, the Dabrinka trade we talked about. Um, Murray's off the books for like free. Essentially, I know they kept a bit, but really nothing. Um, I would hope they signed for Anthony Joseph and Brandstrom. I like some. I obviously drew. I liked um, Shane, and, Shane Pinto. Also, like is is going to be a, an RFA yeah. next year. I I hope they, I hope they bring back Pinto. Yeah. What's, um, your, what's your grade? I give him an A. Might be a bit, I think it's that Debrinka trade is and the. My gosh, Drew signing the Brinket trade. I, I do have a few things. I'm not gonna. Uh, I wrote Tyler Boucher and Zaitsev will make money this year. That's a, that's that's correct. That's that's not wrong. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. But I, and I know people don't like the Norris contract. I think it's fine. People don't understand how good he actually is. He might not be worth that contract, but he he's he was their best forward last year besides Batherson. The um um. What was I gonna say with with Ottawa, the the fact that they traded their first round pick was smart because as I told SYP creator Scott, they would probably take some kid who was ranked forty eighth in the draft rankings from Minnesota Duluth with that you know top ten pick. So it's probably a good thing that they traded it away. But maybe it's different with the new organization. Um, I I I have I have them getting an I have them getting an A plus. That's good. I I'll move mine to an A plus too, just because I think I have given if I give an F minus, I'm giving an A plus. I I'll do that. Well, it's the Senators. The Senators yeah. don't ever do this. Like the Senators don't ever make multiple good moves in a row. That's just yes. not who they are. I think obviously, like there's the the big thing that happened that the ownership and all that 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 whole thing, but Pierre Maguire off the books might help as well. He's the guy. I'm assuming he's the guy who brought in Hamnick, and that, oh, I know they're still rumbling about Myers. I hope that stays in Pierre Dorian's mind. If if he gets, if he brings Myers, I'm giving it a triple A plus. The um, the biggest addition by subtraction of all time is Pierre Maguire leaving the, uh, the Senators. Is is that a hot take? Oh gosh. Uh, so polar opposites here. We're going to Philly. I have no idea what the Flyers. Uh, they have Scott Lawton on the first line here. Good God. Um, Kevin Hayes likes D'Angelo. Uh, they signed D'Angelo. Hey, can I, can I, I'm gonna, I'm signed gonna, Delorier to multi-year deal. I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but can we start talking about how that Kevin Hayes contract sucks? That's not shit, dude. I, I, think, I think it's just un, that's an underrated shit contract. I think that's a good take that you have, though. I, that's no, a horrible no, contract. It's, like, nobody, it's actually terrible. But nobody wants to say it because everybody loves Kevin Hayes and everybody, lo- like, you know, people, you know, well, I, I know it's like uh, unfortunately what happened with Jimmy Jimmy Broadway. Yes, that 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 is a really unfortunate incident and, and a really unfortunate situation, and, and I feel bad for the Hayes family. However, Kevin Hayes is the has the big biggest cap of any forward, any player on the. I mean, yeah, Couturier. He, he, he has the second highest cap of anybody on the Flyers, and he has the highest. 
calf of any forward yeah. that's not an IR. Uh, he has never hit. Fi- he's never hit fifty points in the NHL. And he's and he's signed for four more years, at and he's thirty now. He's thirty four when the contract ends, and he has a twelve team list. I don't think many teams will take that on. See, a, t- a team will take on Cam Atkinson at thirty five. No teams taking on Kevin Hayes at thirty four. So that's just like what what I'm what I'm like. Um, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I was gonna say I I don't know. People might not like that because of um you know. People like Kevin Hayes, but that contract. I like Kevin Hayes, dude. I I know he said the thing about Tony D'Angelo. I like Kevin Hayes still. Like it's, I, you can't get mad at someone liking for their, liking their own teammate. I don't think, right? Like you can't get mad at him saying like D'Angelo's a good guy or whatever. And all those people saying that was stupid. I don't think that's a bad thing, but you know, I, it's it's rough here. And obviously, there's the I'm hoping everything's good with Ivan Fedotov. There's like that whole stuff in Russia where like no one knows where he's at right now. Yeah, that, that's a bit rough. So like, and they don't, other thing is they don't have a backup goalie. So I don't know what Chuck Fletcher does there. Um, I just wrote here, Philly, uh, so bad. This guy is so bad. And that's my only notes. So <laughs> um, they signed D'Angelo. Uh, they have $10 million wrapped up in D'Angelo and Ristolainen and uh, they signed Tortorella. I gave him an F. I gave him an F. I, I've said this, I, I think I've said this before, but when it comes, to, te- when it comes to team building, if you're not going to be good, at least be entertaining or chaotic. At least and be, that's what they're doing. <laughs> at least be talkative. And that's what the Flyers are doing by hiring Torts. Switching my F from a, to an A. They're getting an A+. Plus. <laughs> By br- yeah, by bringing in Torts, by bringing in Tony D'Angelo, by doubling down on the fucking Rasmus Ristolainen trade, by giving him the extension, um, this team sucks. And I, I love you. Carter Hart. And, <laughs> and this team... Uh, this team What's your grade? What's your grade? It's a D, I gave him an I gave him an F. I won't, who did I give an F minus to? Island, the yeah, Islanders. I'll give him an I'll give him an F because they actually did stuff. I will give him an F minus because they didn't do anything. F is like they did stuff. Why 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 does anybody feel the need to give Nick Delorier a four year contract? Yeah, shout out to him, bro. Shout out to Nick Delorier. He, he got turb. That's insane. Uh, Penguins, Pittsburgh, a uh, bit better here. Um, I like the Ruda signing first off. I'll give him that. I know people. I heard people didn't like that. I, I think that was a fine signing. Obviously, uh, you know, you know the people who did like it though was uh, Alan Walsh, his agent. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he has like a thing going through his back, like the picture, the flurry picture, where it's with Ruda and Tampa. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> I, 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 I'm assuming he has. Maybe he uses Fiverr. I Latang hope signed has... six. Sorry, Latang signed six years. I, I I did not recognize that. Yeah, he did six years. Right, well, I guess they're going all in. Um, next two or three years here. They're running it back. Um, they're bringing the band back together. Which and... I agree with. Which I think they should do because think... you don't really stand to change. You, you don't. You're not going to re. You shouldn't rebuild now. You shouldn't re- like you have Gensel in his prime. You still have Crosby playing as good as he does, and now you get Gino for six million. No point to rebuild yet. You might as well run it. Keep running it. I don't mind Jari. I know he's up next year. Um, they have Jack Johnson on the book for the next four years too. Um, 
I yeah, would rather. I, I was gonna say I would rather fail with those guys than fail with somebody else. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind it. I don't think you trade Crosby for. I don't think you ever trade Crosby. I know even even when even if you're shitting the bed in the last year's contract, you don't trade him. Um, I know he has a no move clause, right? But like, I don't think Crosby would even accept the trade. Um, I like what they did this offseason. I like the. I don't mind. The, I know Latang and Malkin are old, but like you're running it back. Whatever you have to deal with later is later. But I don't know. I like the Ruta signing. I guess Takarski's okay. Kajula's depth. Uh, Pierre Olivier Joseph. Um, who else? How am I forgetting his name? It's like here somewhere. Raquel. Raquel's yeah, they got guy. they got Raquel extended too. Um, I don't like Kapanen. Uh, it's, I like Kapanen. I like Kapanen. I follow him on Instagram. I saw his picture today. Okay, I like him. At three point two is a lot for him. I hope he fulfills it. Um, and Danton Hine is on a good deal. He signed today, I think. Um, yeah, I like what they did. I like getting. I don't. I don't mind the Marino thing. They kind of had to do it, and Marino didn't really live up to. I think lived up to the contract, but maybe not what they wanted. So getting Ty Smith is a young defenseman who's been good in this league. He just sucked last year. Not bad. Uh, yeah, and you know, I don't know. I think they did. A guy, I gave him a B plus because I think they did just like what they were expected to, which doesn't happen much. I also gave them a B plus because like we kind of knew what they needed to do. They did it and. We'll see if it works. I don't know that it will, but I hope it does. I, I want. I obviously want to see Crosby win one more. Man, everyone wants to see Crosby. Like, I, I hope they get like one good run at it. Like, you know how like how Joe did. Like Marlowe. I, I think not Marlowe, but was he on that team? Was Marlowe on that team? Yeah, before? he was. He was. And on, then, then Lou signed him. Then Lou signed him. Marlo. Yeah, I feel like Marlowe had a yeah had a a, a run with Pittsburgh. Um, oh, Pittsburgh, uh, San Jose or San Jose, yes, yes. Um, what was, yeah, what was I gonna say? Um, I think it would be really funny because Washington has like since Washington won the cup, right? The Caps yeah. have been doubling down on their old players, and now Pittsburgh is doubling down later with those same players. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious if Washington uh lost to Pittsburgh again or Pittsburgh made a cup before Washington did because they both have more or less done the same thing, but Pittsburgh <laughs> is just doing it later with, I don't know about better players, but yeah. more exciting players. Um, Yeah. B plus. You had a B plus. B plus. B plus yeah. Um, Sharks. Uh, they, I like the, first of all, before we get into the Sharks, I like that they brought in Mike Greer. Uh, I don't like that they brought in David Quinn, but uh, yeah. What, you got anything for him? So, they're they're not rebuilding. They should be, but they also are at the same time. It's it's weird. So you they they traded Brent Burns, which was probably not a bad thing. Um, um they still. But I like the geeky trade, by the way. I liked it for both sides. I think that trade because you got twenty seven, thirty fourth, and a forty fifth. I what buys that ain't bad. No, and and I mean. That's just more prospects and like this. This again, like the thing with draft, it's like, like you know, what if Geeky doesn't hit? At least you have three other attempts on guys. And then like after, like it was really like after ten, it was kind of like a crapshoot. You could have picked anybody. So I, I liked it. I, I don't mind that. Well, with San Jose, so you got rid of Burns. Now you have to get rid of Vlasic and Carlson. I would think no. I, 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 I don't think Carlson's movable. Vlasic, 
I don't think any of them. Well, Carlson literally has a no move clause. Three team trade list for Vlasic. Hey, oh, okay, yeah. I don't know how well you're gonna move these guys, man. Oof. Um, yes, yeah, so that's sign Mario Ferraro. I don't know about Jonah Gadjevich and Gregor. I don't think that's the biggest deal to them, but they got, they got they money. Got, they got Luke Kunin, like we talked about, Lindblom. Nico they, have, yeah, they have a few guys on the books. I don't know why they bought out Rudolph's Falsers. I think that was yeah, that was a weird one too. Yeah, because that's just 300k next year. But <laughs> it's only 8k this year, but Rudolph Falsers wasn't bad. Um, Martin Jones, that's gonna suck um, for a while, and same with Burns. But you gotta ha- you have to do things to get rid of those bad contracts. I, I don't know about them. I I, I, I signed Kakinen. I like moving down pick. Uh, Sturm, Lindblom, Nudovar is good depth, but nothing much. I. I, I got a B minus. Yeah, B minus. It I don't know, maybe it takes it'll probably take a bit for Mike Greer to get through ownership and maybe like maybe he's getting locked down by them, but I don't know. It's not San Jose not doesn't look like a team that's gonna be doing much soon. No, and and I honestly think they're destined to rebuild and acquire assets and they'll I don't know how, but they probably should look in moving Carlton and Vlasic if they can make it happen. I but. don't think it's possible. I think you're kind of just stuck with it, which is unfortunate. Or but if they low- do, God, if Mike Greer's the best GM if he does this, by the way. Like, he's the best GM of all time. Uh, or what about uh, Logan Couture? That was, that was like, one of, I think, like, two years ago, that was, like, one of the worst GM jobs you could have was the San Jose job. Yeah. And, and now it's still not great but you know you're you're you got you know couture for another five yeah. years at eight million. and uh, you also you have to sign team Meyer next year and he's wanting like what like who's like comparable i know i guess ranton was taking like right after him that's like it's not quite the same player but that's money that's eight million dollars he's gonna want so yeah uh what do we say both b minus b minus uh I, i'm not gonna give Greer any shit because he just kind of got thrown in there. We can probably speed through these last ones here. We got um Seattle up next. The Kraken. What's Kraken in Seattle? I like uh I like a lot of them. I mean Burakovsky are getting right as well. That's not really up to them, but Burakovsky's a good deal, man. I know it's a bit it might be a bit much for some, but 61 points last year, I'm pretty sure. And then get you got Bjorkstrand for free. I'm gonna call it for free, third, fourth. That's pretty yeah, cool. that's the closest thing to free that you're going to find. Um, you know, yeah, so. And the nice thing about Burakovsky and Bjorkstrand, Burakovsky, you don't have to rely on, uh, you know, Yanni Gord being your top scorer. Yeah, that's helpful. And with Bjorkstrand, you don't have to rely on, uh, as much as I love Jared McCann, you don't have to rely on Jared McCann being your top centerman. <laughs> yeah, I, I like what... I like what uh, Ron France has done here. I mean, Jones is kind of a weird goalie bringing in. Now you have three there. Um, well, they're, but... so, they're, so they're bringing in Jones because um, Drieger is not going to be healthy by the time the season starts. Yeah, I just think this. You could have made a move for a competent goalie, right? Like, uh, just it's just so he's not good. Yeah, hey, come on, you know, you know he's not good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a tough look. It's a tough I, look, but yeah, just gonna hope Grubauer bounces back here. I, I think, like the, the okay, law of average. You about he can't be as bad as he was that last year. Like he's gonna be good. The, like is my thought process. But. 
the uh, the flame, uh, not the flames, the crack and gold tending slash defense will be better next year. That that's my take. Um, I just don't know how much better they're going to be. Like instead of like, are, are they now going to be top twenty goal tending instead of you know bottom three? Yeah. Forward like core looks pretty nice. Oh, even like considering what it like, it looks much better now with Bjorkstrand, Burakovsky, Wright, and and Beniers. But yeah, the, the backside is definitely something Ron Francis want needs to work on. Yeah, that de- um, that defense is yeah. What that de- like? I like Jamie Alexiak, like, Alexiak, yeah. and Vince Dunn being your top D men. That's a uh, that, that's a tough uh, that's a tough sell, I think. Yeah, Will Will Morgan and Carson Susie's a bit rough, but you know I like I like the Michael Kemp being the Donato and the Geeky. I I gave him my okay. This might be a bit of a hot take. Here you go. This is probably my biggest hot take. I gave him yeah. my A minus. Ooh, I I, I like that my, one. But the reason why is like you see what Vegas has done as an expansion. It's mostly because they're an expansion team. That's mainly the reason why I'm like this is how an expansion team should be built. It shouldn't be slow or it should be fast. It should be much slower. And the fact that they got Bjorkstrand and Burakovsky for without giving up any assets essentially, like but any players that are on the team are like gonna be on the team within the next year. They didn't give up anything, and they got two top six wingers for like for free. I also feel like there is some sort of perception on this team as being not good because of how they handle the expansion draft. Yeah. And since then, it's like, oh, this team doesn't know what they're doing, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought they had a decent trade deadline of trades. Like, they got rid of uh, Giordano and why can't – I'm I'm blanking. But yeah, I know the, the Giordano move, you know, I thought that was a fair trade. Now it's Appleton, like, Lausanne, uh, Yarn Croak, Yarn Croak. The fact that they got assets for Jeremy Lausanne really uh, speaks yeah, way. And then they, then know. they, yeah, that that's like the what are they gonna say? That's like the Ristolainen and like light trade where you you yeah. get them and then you're like, oh wow, this guy, we kind of have to like deal with him now. Let's uh, resign him. You really don't, but let's let's keep him. So, I'll give me a minus what you have. Uh, I have a B B plus, and uh, I'm I'm also excited to see uh, Brandon Tanev and Ryan Donato. Well, I'm hyped. I was really unfortunate he got injured there last season, but I'm happy. I like I like Brandon. Who can't? Who doesn't like Brandon Tanev? I yeah, exactly. Um, I I'll be honest. I I didn't like the contract with when Pittsburgh signed it originally, but now that yeah. it's in Seattle, <laughs> I'm like hell yeah, brother, let's go. And hey. and Seattle, I think next year are going to at least look into doing a uh right Beneers uh one two. Not in that like Beneers right, I guess is how that would go. Yeah. But but I won't be too bad. That that's pretty you know, for being an expansion team, that's a pretty good uh you know that's a good like that's how you should do it, not like how Vegas where they trade away Suzuki but Let's go to St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis, they haven't, I don't know. It's weird here. They got Thomas locked up. Lot, uh, Nick Letty, man, that's rough. Uh, much just a bunch of guys. Like, they got Perunovic, Mikola, Costin, 
Walker and then Grison. And shout out to this guy named Hugh McKing. Um, I definitely, I, I totally didn't forget that Nola Chari was a real person. Yeah. Oh, is he on this team? He is. Yeah. Same. Uh, this time, Torpachenko, Logan Brown. Eh. There's nothing much. I, I, and I also, I think that it was good that they got some assets back for Hugh. So, Highmore's good. I like him. I like him as a Canuck. I think he'll, he'll be the hardest working fucking guy on this team, man. I'll tell you that. Um, Grice ain't bad as a backup, I guess. Uh, sometimes. It, it just, there wasn't much of improvement. And this is probably the last year because you're, you're Ankle's leaving. Uh, and then I don't know if O'Reilly stays and maybe, I don't know. I guess maybe I shouldn't call call him out yet, but like it's the last year with like a a decent core. You're losing Vlad Tarasenko, your leading score is going to suck. I'll give you that. There's a lot of uh, contracts that are up next season. Even Jordan Cairo is an RFA next year. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. It's like there's a lot of contracts and, you know, maybe you trade away Brendan Sod or something here, but I don't know if that even gives you enough money for a bunch of these guys. I I always like the Tory Krug signing. I think them much better. I think that they're probably happy to sign Krug instead of Petrangelo now. I would say I think that's probably been the best thing that they've done. But then he signed Nick Letty on top of that. Scandella 3.2. Like those guys aren't that worth that money. But who am I? Who am I to judge at this point, man? I don't know what and I don't know anything about NHL GMs at this point. They gave good brands at four, man. Um I, I like even St. Louis, I like their defense. With Falk Krug, Falk had a great season this year. Um, all I, their four. I, uh, I was gonna say I like Pareko. I don't know that because I, I think Dom mentioned him as like a, a top ten worst contract in the league. Yeah, it's starting. It's just kicking in now that extension, which is a bit rough. But Pareko, like objectively, is a good player. He's just like the defensive guy. He's like like he's just like a top top four defenseman who you want just be there. I don't even know. I, I don't know how to put it in words. It's like, I, in my mind, I was like thinking of like, fuck, big right-handed. That's why I couldn't say anything. I was like, anytime I think of big right-handed defi- defenseman, I just think of Myers instantly, and it's, it fucks my brain up. Would you rather have Colton Pareko or Darnell Nurse with their current contracts? Old Darnell Nurse right now. Isn't Darnell Nurse Almost 29 himself. Oh, gosh. I'll take Pareko. I'll take Pareko. Darnell Nurse, according to Wikipedia, uh, yeah, according to Wikipedia, Darnell (laughs) Nurse is 27. Okay, maybe I'll take Nurse. I won't be an asshole. I'll take Nurse. Um, I gave him a C plus. There wasn't really much that they did, so give him an average grade. Yeah, I'll give him a C. Because don't know that they necessarily upgraded their goaltending. Yeah, I I don't know that Nick Letty is a four million dollar D man. <laughs> yeah, that's real bad. Um, yeah, I'll just run with I'll run with my C plus for now. I I like the some of the the depth signings, I guess. I and I I will say I don't know. I love Robert Thomas, but I don't know if yeah. he's worth eight million. Him, him and Norris are in similar similar things there where it's like you they, they better live up to that contract it's gonna look pretty rough well now um, expectations expectations have changed for those players too yeah. where like now like thomas has to be what 
a 70, 80 point player. Yeah, which he, he was on pace for that last year, from what I remember. I'll be a, I'm not going to give him any clout here unless he actually was. Well, and, you know, I'm pretty sure but, like 70 points or something. It's 77 and 72. Never mind. He had more than I thought. He has over a point per game. Yeah, if he's like that, that's a good contract. And, and like we, you know, we've all been saying on the internet this week, uh, those bubble seasons don't count because they're not real. <laughs> Mickey Mouse hockey. Uh, speaking of bubble seasons, we'll go to Tampa. Yeah, I thought that'd be a great transition. Uh, so they the sign, obviously, they lose a few players here, um, but they, you get Sergachev, you get Zarelli, Cernak wiped up. Sergachev's a lot of money for a guy who hasn't proven much. Um, Sorelli and Cernak is fine. Um, I like the Nemestikov signing. Um, you got, I don't know about Kalorn anymore after that playoff run he had. It was horrible. He was, he was pretty bad. He's almost like a non-factor. I, I don't mind the Nick Paul trade or the deal, sorry. Seven years at 3.1. It's not like the highest cap it, but it's also just money that could go. That's just money. I, I don't know if you want to be given out for that long, especially for a team that you don't know how long the window is where you're giving guys seven-year deals. As she player as... I'm, sure they, not, I'm, not, I'm being mean to Nick Paul because he's actually really good, but I, you shouldn't be giving Nick Paul that sort of deal right now. There's no reason to give Nick Paul seven years. Like, yeah. Um, they didn't lose. I mean, Palat, yes, but like losing McDonough and Ruda is not really, I think, like major loss of consequences. Like, I don't think they're. I think those guys are replaceable. It's probably not going to be as easy to replace Palat, yeah. but I think they if if anybody can do it, it's Tampa. They'll find a way. Yeah, they'll find somebody. Don't worry, dude. Brandon Hagel will be the best player in the in the NHL this year. Nick Paul's going to gonna go get sixty points, <laughs> and we're all going to look like idiots. I gave I gave Breezebois a B here for this. I gave him a B minus. B minus. Yeah, it's not bad. I. I Point kicks in this year too, so that's all like where a lot of the money goes. I think it says seven mil below the cap, but I don't know if that actually factors in Seabrook. So I don't, I don't know, but they uh, already Tampa, Tampa Bay already has their core, like they already have their guys. They like, I think, I think it's fine. I think what, they're just gonna run it back again with the same guys, which I don't know. Maybe like maybe you just kind of hope for, I guess, Tampa hopes that one of those guys like Hagel or Nick Paul step up a bit. Toronto. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Maple Leafs, um, yeah, it's uh, definitely a hockey team for sure. They're definitely a hockey team of goalies. Um, so, so some of the depth signings, which that's all they do, I guess, is uh, all big, you know, low risk contracts is what they call them in Toronto. Um, Engvall, Yarn Krug. Yarn Krug's a guy who can play all throughout, right? So that's obviously not bad. It, it's a long term, but maybe I guess you're outbidding other teams for a guy like Yarn Krug. Um, Mete and Ben's fine, whatever. Obi Cabell is cool. And I guess the goalie, Samsonov, and then they, they traded for Murray. Uh, it, it's, it's, for, I imagine Kerfoot's gone, right? Like I imagine Kerfoot's probably out of, out of town soon, which I don't know who would replace him there, especially with losing Mikheyev. I wouldn't want Engvall or Yarncroke up there. I'll tell you that. Um, I don't know what they're doing in Toronto. I, what do you have? I, I don't totally believe the moves for goaltending. 
I think I'm more optimistic than you are. It, it is rough to bet on a guy who hasn't been good in a few years. Two guys who haven't been good in a few years. It's a bit rough. Won't lie. And I hope I'm wrong. Like I hope those guys do really well, but yeah. that's not a bet I would make. Um, you know, they have a lot of good depth pieces. Yeah, like you say, Kerfoot's probably gone at yeah. Half. Then, even, even Nick Ang- Robertson, I'm assuming Nick Robertson steps up into that position at this point. Probably even Engvall at like two point two five. Oh, what he did last year is really good. I, I don't mind that too much. But... I, I I don't know if there's a and Engvall. Um... It's like he's just signed him to it though, so I don't know if he's I know, gonna get... but I would... but it is a UFA, so it is so there is possibility of him leaving anyways. But I'm just trying to think of the player that I was talking about earlier, who was like he's more valuable to us than he will be. Oh, Heronic. Heronic, yeah, where it's just like yeah, like Pierre Engvall is more valuable to the Toronto Maple Leafs than yeah. he will be to any other team who yeah. uh, acquires him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is I'll be honest, this uh, this is my hot take. This is Toronto's last year. Uh, this is their last year at this core if they don't get it done. I know they have one more year with Matthews. They won't do it. They, they can't do it. It's like impossible. They, they won't have bunting, which because bunting is going to want money and not much is coming off the books, man, <laughs> to sign them. Uh, this is a, this will happen when you put 40% into three players. This is, this is going to happen. Like this is going to happen. Well, for, 40% into three players and the cap doesn't rise for like yeah. five years. 50% into four. If you put in Riley, right? Like that's 50, half your thing is going to four players and, Given those four players are great, but it's this is what happens now. You're cap strapped, and you know, there's always those like the past two years where they're really their golden era, I would say. And they, well, the first year they choked against Habs, and then that was like, which I'll never understand. That's literally a plate, like a golden plate to the fucking conference finals. But the second round, or the, the second or the second year last year, where against Tampa, that was just, I guess, unfortunate circumstances. They have to play against the the best team in the East. Um, yeah, this is really Toronto's last chance here. And I, I don't think they've done enough <laughs> to solidify them having another good chance. I think last year's team is much, much better than this. I obviously got Geo for a good deal. Louis Grand. So they still got Sandina signed. And so I'm assuming Hole and Kerfoot are out. I, I'm kind of with you. I, I really have a tough time. I have a tough time believing that if Toronto loses in the first round again, there's Kyle Dubas sitting at the podium like, hey, let's run it back, boys. It's like, no. Yeah, this is this is Kyle, or Kyle Anderson. My gosh. My Ooh, body wow. goes. Uh, I saw Joey Anderson, and I, I just thought of my mind's running in slow-mo like Kyle Anderson's fucking shot form, bro. Um, but, yeah, I this is last year for Dubas. And I possibly Keith, too. Um, yeah, I gave him. I gave him a C plus, which also might be very, very nice. But uh, a C plus, because I, I think I'm optimistic on the Murray move. I think it's, I think it's nice to have balls just like that. I think it's good to have balls like that in, in hockey. But maybe that might be pushing the limits. That's not the guy I would put my balls on the table. For yeah, me. but that's a two-time champ as a rookie. One of the only players ever to win two, two championships, man, as a rookie. Uh, let's go to. I, 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 uh, what, what did you say? You gave them a C, C plus. C plus. Nice. I'll, I'll, I'll give them a C because, like, <laughs> I need, I need, I need to see it before I yeah. can actually believe that this team is going to be as good, if not better, than last year's team. Hey, uh, let's go to, let's go to Vancouver Canucks here. Vancouver. Uh, so 
Yeah, we haven't seen. I hear this Curtis Lazar kid is good. Yeah, he wants to be here, man. He wants to be here. We signed a three years, one mil, so he can't complain. Obviously, the big one here is Mikheyev and Kuzmenko. Um, obviously Kuzmenko's fine. Like it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but it does. That's great. Um, I I want to give you my grade first, actually. Sure. I'm giving I'm I gave him a B, which I feel like is a bit high as well. But I'm very high. I think Mikheyev can definitely be a player that could be on the second line and contribute. 50 points but again this i think it's one of those things where you have to overpay for players in this league and that's what you have to do for mikhaev this is only good if you can get rid of pearson and pearson dickinson and garland like one of those three players and then you're gonna obviously have to trade miller later in the year if you know if i i'm not gonna be too too mad if they let miller walk i won't be too especially if we get like if we even get to the second round with miller i would be perfectly fine with that but I don't know how possible that is. Um, what do you have? I think they're a playoff team. Ooh. Like I, 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 I don't even I, know if I, I believe I, that. I but I would have told I would have told you that last year too, because I just like I believe the last year. I I just I don't I don't know. Like I'm not a Canucks fan, obviously, but like I look at this roster and it's like with Petey, Besser, Ho, Ho Horvat, Miller. Garland, Mikheyev, Hoglander, Pearson, Dickinson, Hoglander, uh, uh, um, Pod Colson, like you know, defense. Yeah, it's not good, but <laughs> you have Thatcher Demko. I I just think this two team up front is. It, it, it looks the forward core is is, is beautiful, man. And it, considering for a team that was so bad defensively, you had really good five on five defense. I think it got better. It got better after Boudreaux yeah, took over. It, and Boudreaux, Boudreaux was here since the start. We would have been a playoff team. And, and Boudreaux, I would we would give we would have given Edmonton and or Calgary one for their money. Well, and Boudreaux is not necessarily a defensive coach like we think. Yeah. And the team right, he's got Novechkin to 65 goals. He is not a defensive coach. Yeah. So I think this team is good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah. Dude, he got Pedersen from his worst season ever to a career high. I think that's a good that's a good win. Mikheyev, that's a deal similar to like Sherrod. And yeah, it's a hundred it's like a Sherrod comparable but forward edition, I would say. But I don't think it's too bad. But you definitely Alvin has work to do, and I think he knows that this is this is the this is definitely a big year for the Canucks. So this is one, like, yeah. In recent memory, this is as big as it gets for the Canucks because this is you're losing your your highest scorer the past few seasons, probably at the end of the season if you don't trade him. You're gonna sign Bo probably wants like six seven mil, so you can't keep Miller. You obviously want to. I know there's some Canucks fan that Canucks fans that think Kuzmenko will replace Miller. Chill, he's good, but he ain't that good. I don't think. I hope he is. That'd be fucking great if Kuzmenko's just Kaprizov number two, but he's older than Kaprizov, and I don't think he will be that. I know Panarin came in pretty late, but Panarin, I don't think, had the upside, or Kuzmenko doesn't have the upside that Panarin had when he came here. Uh, what did you say the grade was for the Canucks? What was the grade you gave them? I gave him a B, because I think, I, I don't mind Alvin going for it, but they also got, like, see, like, you got Lazar, Kuzmenko, and, and, and you signed Besser again, right? And there's a bunch of, where's the depth signings out here? I don't mind the death signings. Like, I don't know if Rathbone makes it up next year, but I don't mind like Dakota Joshua and Mike Kalanuk and all those guys. 
Um, yeah, I'll give him a B just because I give him I give him credit for like the, I have to like consider Jim Benning into all this because he still has to deal with Myers, Ekman, Morrison, all of that. So I give Alvin and, and Rutherford a bit of leeway with that. I'll give him a B. Uh, I gave him a C plus in that I yeah. have to be a homer, man. Obviously, and like I don't know that there was a lot that they were going to do. I think the biggest thing that they have going on right now is Miller, and they don't seem to have the right move to get rid of him, so they're not going to, which is I'm sure probably frustrating fans because we'd all love content and we'd all love something yeah. to talk about. You know, I like it's weird because like when JT Miller gets traded, he won't get booed by Canucks fans. I don't think because it's like it's not his fault. I think everyone like. Or if he leaves, like, I, don't, I think everyone still appreciate what he did for us. Um, yeah, I'll give him a B. You'll give him a C plus. I think that's B minus is realistically probably the best. Like, I think yeah, B minus C plus is probably the most realistic. But I, I gotta have hope in my team though. Well, good for you. Um, speaking of t- team with uh, the opposite, I guess of team with hope is the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, this team is fucking shambles, man. Um, they signed uh, Zachary Mannanen, 30-year-old from Finland, I think. Uh, Riley Smith, uh, Brett Howden is getting paid money, and Michael Hutchinson is also getting paid money. They signed Spencer Fu from China, uh, and yeah, uh, that's, that's about all they've done. They did, then uh, they had some trades, obviously. <sighs> I'm sorry, I was looking at this patch. I'm like tired, and I'm looking at the patch ready trade. I'm just getting angry. Like, I don't even have the power to let it all out. <laughs> I'm hot, tired, and looking at Pacioretty getting traded for free. <laughs> hey, well, you know, clearing that cap space meant, you know, they re-signed <laughs> Riley Smith. Um, they got Shea Weber, obviously. Um, yeah, they signed Riley Smith. Oh, my gosh. Um, this, this, so- Nicholas Wall hasn't been signed. This is horrible. This is just poor. They don't have a backup, I don't think. Is Brassot still the backup? I think run. they still have him. 2.3. I, I gave him I gave him a D minus. I I think I give him a D because of the fact that just it's 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 brutal out here. And they're yeah. they're they're absolutely making a mess of the salary cap, their team, whatever. It, yeah. It, yeah. Bring bring up Brendan Brisson, and I'll give it an A. Just let him play, man. Um, I'll give it a, I'll give it a D as well, just because they brought in Bruce Cassidy, which is upgrade from DeBoer, in my opinion. Uh yeah, that's about the biggest, the best thing that Vegas did all at all uh, off season. Um, I'm assuming actually Logan Thompson's probably the backup. Uh, it, if they don't give Logan Thompson the backup, that's actually no, they won't because it's Vegas. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give. Well, what that. are the what are the cap implications about that? Yeah, he's three years. Three years at 700k, like whatever. Yeah, Logan Thompson should probably should be should be their backup. <laughs> Honestly, like the way Blainer was playing last year, he's probably their starter again. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a D minus. I'll give him a D. Capitals here. We've got Washington. So yeah, kind of the kind of that uh, thing we talked about with Pittsburgh here again. So they so they got rid of both of their goalies last year. Yeah. And instead of bringing in Darcy Kemper and Lindgren, Lindgren to be the backup, thank you. Um, I like the addition of Connor Brown. I like the addition of Dylan yes. Strome. RFA next year, Dylan Strome. So that's that's good for them as well. Just to have that extra 
Uh, I think I I think it's kind of just a basic thing of like they just added talent. Like they just added good players. They yeah. just got better because they added good players. Now it depend it depends and it remains to be seen what's to be made of Darcy Kemper in a full-time job to himself role with Washington, which is, you know, a, a yeah. fine but not great defense. Well, Darcy Kemper has been, like, actually one of the best goalies in the past few years. I know that playoff run, but, like, yeah. dude, he got poked in the eye and it was, like, visibly, like, you could tell he was worse after it. And, like, he was blind for a few days. Obviously, it's going to probably cause an effect to a person who's like a goalie right um a 32 year old getting that contract isn't the worst at this point like because everyone's doing it now so it's not even that bad yeah um a lot of contracts up next year it's literally Ovechkin because not have Oshi Manta and then the rest of them are up uh, besides McMichael and Dowd and then and Carlson every contract's almost up next year so big year for him this year and I mean Tom Wilson and Backstrom too but Backstrom's probably out the whole year Tomos is probably back. Uh, Hagelin, I don't know about him. You probably want to get rid of that contract. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I like. I don't mind the Kemper thing. Strom's really good signing. I don't know why they like fucking Marcus Johansson so damn much. I don't know what they see in him, man. They they did the stupid sprong for Johansson trade, which I'll never understand. And then they they doubled down on it because he he's been here before. He he was on the cup winning team or whatever. Was he even on that team? I feel like it was. Yeah, and I know he's he, he, lost he picked, the next year when they lost. He was picked up in Seattle. Yeah, and then they brought him back. Oh my God, Washington just likes bringing their players back like they did with Vitek and, and him, but whatever. Um, I'll give him – because I think they played – I think they did really well with bringing, like, a bunch of depth. And, and also, like, Gustafson, Lucas Johansson, not too bad either. Um, It doesn't hurt to have Eric Gustafson on the team, I think, as long as you don't overplay him. It doesn't hurt. Um, but I'll give it's, him a. It's a Jordy Ben thing of like he has to be on your bottom line. Mete, bo- Mete. Well, he has to be on your bottom pair. Uh, <laughs> a, a Jordy Ben of like he has to be on your bottom pair, and if he's in your top four, you're fucked. And, yeah. And and anything below that is quite sufficient for him. I'll give him a B plus. I'll give him a B plus. I, I really like a lot of the moves they made. Uh, kind of not. I shouldn't say going all in for this year, but like they're definitely want to win it soon. If they have, if that's all they have, then you kind of have to win it soon, to be honest. Um, what was your grade for Washington? Uh, B plus. All right. Uh, I'll yeah, I'll go B plus. They they know what they are. They they have their goalie of the future, and yeah. they're just they're just gonna go for it. Last team, last but not least, the Winnipeg Jets. Can we skip this team? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I. Uh, they have the Dubois thing where they signed him barely. Um, what is this? What's the lineup looking like for this? Um, they're uh, according to ESPN, and I and I could be wrong, but and this is a week ago, so this is July twenty first. <laughs> is when this article when they talk about uh the offseason moves, the key player added on Winnipeg is David Riddick. <laughs> I just saw it. Uh, David Riddick, uh, Ashton Sontner, Canuck. He went to he went to Thatcher Demko's wedding. I saw. Um, and then Dubois, and then Jansen Harkinson, Kevin Stenland. What the fuck is this team? I, they're not going to be good next year. This team's going to suck, this right? Sucks, dude. Free Connor Hellebuck, bro. Dude, just it's so sad seeing like a 29-year-old, one of the best goalies of the generation, just be wasted in Winnipeg. I'm so sorry to say that. Like, that sounds mean, but that's just what's happening. And I know that you could say the same thing with Ehlers and Connor, and but like, 
it's, it's it is pretty rough. Like uh, Connor Hellebuck deserves a better defensive core than having Josh Morrissey as his best defenseman. I'm sorry. I know. I think I hate on Josh Morrissey a lot. He's much better this year. He's really good. That contract's a bit rough, but it's just free Connor Hellebuck, man. That's that should be the name of the podcast at this point. Uh, Rick Bonus in. They got Rick Bonus. They got David Riddick. Dude, I wrote I just wrote my last thing in this whole document. In this whole document just says trade top six and restart. I I I, I was gonna say with Winnipeg, um they made the most uninspiring head coaching hire. And that's saying something because Florida got rid of Andrew Burnett and brought in Paul Maurice. But (laughs) Winnipeg went this Rick bonus route because sure, why not? And God damn it. The Jets stink. That's a team. That's a team that, that that's a team that's going to finish, finish 21st next year. They're going to try and get in the lottery and they're going to suck. I, I gave him a D minus. I had this uh, Kevin Shovel day offs in, in, a, in a different different world right now. I'm pretty sure he's not he's not paying attention to this team. Again, one of my favorite jokes. They don't even have an airport in Winnipeg. So was he no? No, they they actually do. But the thing is that there's enough people in hockey who are willing to believe that joke. So <laughs> I just <laughs> I just searched that capital. I searched that up. That's like I saw that thing, that meme. This is the last thing I'll say. It's just like I saw that meme where it's like uh it's it was on hockey Reddit. It's like closest closest arenas where NHL teams play with a like a call like the closest yeah, Costco. Costco. And like Canucks are obviously first, right? Yeah. And then Buffalo Buffalo's closest one. It said like Rochester. The closest one was in like St. Catharines. Yeah, it was, in, it was in Canada was yeah, the dude. closest one. Like, I didn't I don't know how Buffalo doesn't have one, but then like I'll go to like I was going to the map in LA because I'm like move or I'm not moving there. I'm going there for a few days and like around my hotel there's like four. And I'm like, dude, how does like a play? How does Buffalo play has the same amount of people? And that's like there and like similar. Maybe not population density, but man, I'm just like, how does there's not how is there not one Costco there? Yeah, it's it's one a.m. Maybe we should stop talking about Costco. I I I agree. Um... Winnipeg. I gave D minus. What'd you give Jets? Uh, I'll, I'll go the Jets a D because uh, fuck them. That's why. Uh, I uh, I do not care about this team. I have no <laughs> in, I have no interest in watching Winnipeg Jets hockey. And Patrick I well, Liney was the only reason I like watching them. I'll be honest with you, and I don't even like watching them anymore. <laughs> well, well, and like Shifley's now going to act like Jonathan Taves, where it's just like, yeah, no, I don't like where this team's heading. I don't like the rebuild, and it's like. Motherfucker, you haven't won shit. You haven't yeah, won something. At least Taves has a reason. Shifley yeah. doesn't. Shifley and Dubois both have no reason to be this angry, but uh, and whatever. Pierre Luc Dubois, like two years before his like contract is up or whatever, before he gets like a UFA status, it's like, yeah, guys, I want to play for Montreal. And it's oh, like, God. I'd like a girlfriend. That doesn't mean we can't <laughs> all have things that we want. All right. Like, yeah, man. I, oh yeah, that that was us for that that part, that whole uh, rating teams. I'm I've gotten progressively warmer and tired throughout this whole process. We, we might just call that an episode. We might do a part two later. Because uh, what time, it's one a.m. on the twenty eighth now. We might have to. We might call it a. Uh, we'll, we'll call this one a, a a wrap, and then we'll do a part two. Uh, probably I don't know 
whatever your schedule is later this week. Yeah. Um, that's the pod. Uh, we reviewed NHL teams. Um, unfortunately, we had to end with like the worst teams, the most boring teams. Unfortunately, guys, we're sorry if you're still here at this point. <laughs> we you, ended if, with the Winnipeg a, Jets. If, I was gonna say, if you're a Jets fan who listened to this entire episode just to hear what we had to say about your team, and then you hear us just shit on your team without providing anything all that constructive and anything, useful. <laughs> it's like 1 a.m. and I hate your team, and you guys like. Have the most boring everything. So, like, obviously, I'm gonna have to. L plus ratio plus your mom plus plus Shifley's leaving plus Dubois leaving plus Shifley's leaving plus Dubois leaving plus you lost a line A trade, uh, <laughs> plus uh, you your city doesn't have a Dubois for Roslovic was already a bad enough trade. I think losing Patrick Liney on top of that made it even worse. Um. Plus your defense, of course, is Josh Morrissey, Nate Schmidt, Neil Pionk, Brandon Dillon, Dylan DeMello. Dylan DeMello is their best defenseman. All right, that's my hot take. <laughs> that's a podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, you know where to check us out, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch a full video pod on YouTube. Um, we'll be back again soon, probably do a part two, discuss more hockey. Um, we'll, do more, we'll do more summertime, you know, conversations on pods where it's just more fuck around instead of actually like yeah. providing useful information um yeah <sighs> rav any final thoughts anything else before we head out here uh no canucks go <laughs> i'm tired <laughs> all right um thank you very much for listening greatly appreciate it we'll be back again soon peace out peace